All right, so welcome to the One Life, One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I also have my brother from another mother, my uh, my hype man, my sidekick. <laughs> since this pandemic, he's been on the episodes, maybe like 10 episodes so far. I try to figure yeah. out how many episodes. Welcome, Derek Green. Thank you for having me back again. My unofficial official guest uh, host. Word up. And we've been trying to make this happen for a really long time. The pandemic happened, traveling back and forth. We miss each other. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. John Lewis. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. I, I so never got anybody Mr. before. John Lewis. I know. It's weird, man. <laughs> Sorry. You know, you know the funniest part about having this name is I never forget one day. This is after uh, my namesake. You know, he passed away. And um, I, I tagged it like, you know, in honor of him, I'm always like, all right, John Lewis. John Lewis, yeah. But it, it, it was my quote. And I had this lady. You know how people are. Oh, boy. She's like, I, I, I checked this. I searched this. And John Lewis never said this. And I was like. My name is John Lewis. <laughs> it's not bad. Oh yeah, badass vegan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but it was. She was like, oh, like sorry. Oh. I'm like, who has time to go fact check a quote? Like, wow. Yeah. Like y'all got a lot of fucking time. They like, have a oh, lot what, of what's time. my cursing? Uh, yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Fuck you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. People got a lot of time on the internet for too sure. Too much time. Too much time. Too um, much. Well, I want to know your story, man, because I I know what I know about you from. Uh, online and meeting you and hanging with you but um you were born in ferguson missouri yeah wow. well i was actually born in little rock and then we little moved, rock, arkansas we, so basically we moved from banging in little rock if you ever heard of yes that, i've seen that doc to ferguson wow. the crib and the crips and the bloods were you in told banging. me about yeah. that yeah, yeah man so we i moved from that to ferguson and like my wow. mom thought she was doing you know she was doing the best she could she had no fucking clue that ferguson was what it was and was and she I, born there in uh little rock. little rock yeah yeah my mom man my mom Talk about G, man. My mom was OG. Like, she, my mom picked cotton as a kid. Like, mm -hmm. I tell people, like, because they're all like, how are you so about social justice and all this? I'm like, man, like, I think back, like, my mom picked cotton. Wow. If somebody wouldn't have spoke up at that time, where the hell would we be right now? So, mm -hmm. like, I yeah. can't shut up. Like, I, I don't mm -hmm. know how to shut up. Like, if I see something <laughs> wrong, I don't know how to shut up. Like, yeah. you know, I, I get it. I, I had this one dude, this millionaire dude. I'm not even exaggerating. He wanted to do business with me. And one day he hit me up. He was like, bro, like, you don't have to talk about everything. He was like, you know, like, he's like, I'd love to work with you, but dude, you like, you do this. And I was like, well, I'm glad you want to work with me because I don't want to work with you. Like, 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 <laughs> fuck you, like I, I would have been a millionaire a long time ago. I'm not even exaggerating. If my morals were different, mm. I can't do certain shit, man. Like, if I feel like, like, I'm, I'm launching my supplement shameless plug sorry no it's I'm all launching, good man i'm launching my supplements uh in june and who i teamed up with you know i've i've been offered seven figures for my supplement line before and but it was a line it was another company not putting any company name out there but it was another yeah. company that had other animal products on the website so i'm like i can't mm. even though i got my own website when somebody goes to research and see yeah. who i teamed up with you got you know yeah milk and beef stock and all this shit on the other website like that's not a good look for me good you know right. what i'm saying no. so i just it believe me it's it's hard to be like hey i turned down these seven figures but at the yeah. same time i know if i keep grinding it's gonna all pay off like this yeah, mission right. i've been on has been 20 some years like i know a lot of people have never heard of me but i'm like yo like 
no, this is not an overnight thing. This has been a long, long grind. I'm sure y'all know shit. Like, yeah, you oh, know. Yeah. Have you always been outspoken person your whole life, even as a kid? I didn't think I was, man, until um we were cleaning up my mom's house for her. like my mom's still alive, but she, you know, she's got you know some some health issues. So we, you know, we help out. And I remember we went home to St. Louis and I'm cleaning up, and I found this referral from high school, <laughs> and basically was like. <laughs> John is always challenging me in class and he is <laughs> he's always speaking out even if I like say something is from the book he'll be like no that is not correct this wow. is how, and I I I kind of blocked that out of my memory and, I, and as I'm reading the referral I'm like yeah that was me shit like I've been that way like I said, my mom was outspoken so she brought me into that like I, I used yeah. to do volunteer work for the NCAACP um everything like i used to always like she raised me into that kind of format man you know mm -hmm. like it coming from little rock like you know we're we got that down south humble love yeah but you can't fuck with us at the same time like yeah we, we love we love hard but we defend as hard as we love mm -hmm. and like i've always been always been like that and you like that in high school too yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I had a very bad temper. I know people see me now. I'm always smiling. <laughs> it took, it took a fall to get to where I am. Like, and I tell people, like, I, I, I am so grateful for all my fuck ups, man. Like, luckily it was like nothing that harmed anybody yeah. physically. But so my senior in high school, I was starting basketball point guard for my high school, McClure High School. Shout out to them. It's awesome. You know, growing up. And so senior night. Now everybody knows this. Senior night, who starts the game, right? Who starts? The on seniors? Senior yeah, yeah, seniors. <laughs> we only had five seniors, right? Me and the coach had gotten to like some argument about something stupid like the day before senior night. He didn't put me into the second half. Oh. Wow. Now I got scouts there, my family there. Wow, everything. Scouts. Yeah, yeah, everything. And so I'm I'm a team player, man. I love my team. Like anybody that's ever played with me, they'll tell you, like, nah, I, I will one my college coach, one of the best things he ever said about me, he was like, the one thing I love about John Lewis is if I tell him to run through that fucking brick wall, <laughs> he gonna run through that fucking brick wall yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. And I'll never forget my college teammate, he leaned over to me, he was like, Yeah, I'm not running through that fucking wall. Like <laughs> <laughs> But in my head, as my coach was saying it, I was literally looking at that wall like and get through that motherfucker. But <laughs> like, I've always had that mentality. So, yeah. so backtrack to to my senior in high school. He didn't put me into the second half, and he took me out in like maybe a minute and a half after that. And hmm. I'm boiling, dude. And it like it was like the cartoon. You remember like Tom and Jerry? Like the devil will be on one shoulder and right. the angel will be on the other shoulder. I'm walking back towards the bench, and like the devil's like, "Fuck it, let him have it." And the angel's like, don't do it, John. Don't do it. And so the devil won that day. Because as oh. I'm walking back to the bench, I like snap. And I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Now, I'm an 18-year-old kid. Oh. And I lost it, dude. Like, and, and I'm one of those people like, once I lose it, well, fuck it. We already lost it. Let's exactly. go. Like, So I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And like. I don't know if you ever saw like uh, The Last Dragon, the movie The Last Probably Dragon. Probably a long time ago, yeah. So there's a scene in there where like The Last Dragon and he's trying to talk to his girl in the in the top tier of the club and he's trying to yell something to her and she can't hear him and all of a sudden the music just cuts and like what mm -hmm. he was trying to say in secret was just loud as fuck. Yeah, everything, everything positive. That's yeah. how it was for me. Like the band was playing. <laughs> 
the ball. Like, all you heard was like the trumpet go, Mear. like, like, like yeah. everything, and everybody like looking at me. Wow. And like I'm still like, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, like I bust my ass for you, and this and that. Like I'm, I'm pissed. I'm hot, and I'm like, I, I can. When it, when people talk about no fucks given, when I get there, I'm there. And yeah. so, I sit next to him on the bench. Now, mind you, I'm like six two at the time. Like I'm a senior in high school. I'm six two. I'm skinny at this point. But I sit right next to him, and I'm literally like just looking at him, Damn. like you oh, motherfucker, man. and like. To the point where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to the locker room. And he goes, yeah, you should. And I was like, what the fuck you just say? Like, <laughs> like, like that's all I needed. And he, and he looked back and he's like, like he looks at the ground. Now, mind you, we had a team of all black uh, athletes and then a, a white coach. You uh-huh. know, and it was mm-hmm. just like. White shadow. Remember that? Yeah, show? yeah. And, it, and, it, and the bad thing was it wasn't a, it wasn't a racist thing. He right. wasn't He wasn't racist. It was just a fucked up. Yeah. You're an adult. I'm a kid. Yeah. Like, no yeah, matter yeah. what we argued about, it's senior night. Like, if we would have had six seniors and we had a senior that wasn't starting the whole year, I would have honestly been like, you know what? That's my boy. Let him start. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. absolutely. We got five seniors. Yeah, it's crazy. Five. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm one, two, three, four, five. We only got five. If you take me out the mix, like, what? Oh, like, man. so I go to the locker room and I'm in there and I'm talking to myself again. I'm like, man, John, like, I'm big on talking to yourself. I think that gets us out of a lot of trouble. And I'm like, John, that's your team. Fuck the coach. Mm-hmm. You can't leave your team right now. So as I come out the locker room, it's three cops waiting on me. What? Whoa! Yeah. And they're like, they're like, yeah, you can't go back out there. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah, you threatened the coach's life. I'm like, no, I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't say I'm going to fuck you up. Like, you got your fucks mixed up. Like, wow. I'm like, God. So they didn't let me back out there. I had to go to like we had like a back gym and I'm I'm back there just shooting the ball like trying to calm myself yeah. down. My mom is still in the crowd, you know. Like that's wow. the one time my mom was oh, like, man. "It's okay, but like she wasn't mad at me because she understood. Right. Like right, she right. understood. Like you know, you, you a senior in high school, you put everything into basketball. Yeah. Like, um, can they call the what, cops, what, man? What year was this? Like ninety five. I graduated high school right. in ninety five. I graduated high school in ninety five. So, wow. you know, games are on Friday nights in, in high school. I come back Monday, all the other students are like, yo, what you did, that's crazy, bro. Like, they giving me they giving me props. Like, yo, I would have did the same shit. Like, you know, that was fucked up, what he did. It's about second period, I get called to the office. I'm like, huh, I'm, I'm not even thinking nothing about it. I go they to the office. The police. It's crazy. I go to the office, the principal, now mind you, the high school I went to, my brother went to that high school. Mm-hmm. My Like, my, I'm close to both my brothers, but I'm closer to my middle brother. And I, to the point when he was in high school, I was the mascot of that team. That's wow. how that's how much like bond I have with this 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 school. Yeah. And so the principal is like tears in her eyes. I'm like, what's going on, Miss Walker? Like, what's going on? And she's like, I, I I got bad news. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, because of the incident that happened on Friday, we ha- they wanted to expel you from school. Now, mind you, this is the end of basketball season, so it's March. No, it's it's February. It's February. High school is a little bit sooner. In fact, it was February 14th when it happened because I still got a scar. I'll never forget we was in home ec class. We were making candied apples, and the candy (laughs) fell on my fucking finger. And if you look right here, I'm no exaggerating, it fell in the shape of a heart right here. Wow. It fell and burned me in the shape of a heart on Valentine's Day. That's why I hate Valentine's Day to this day. Like, I can't oh fucking say Holy shit. So I come back. 
the next Monday. So it was like February 17th or something. And she's like, yeah, they wanted to expel you, but I got them out of that. But we still got to suspend you for 10 days. So they suspended me for 10 okay. days. Now, mind you, we about to go into like conference finals. Yeah. And we got to kick you off the team. It's fucking brutal. Oh, That's my So God. when I tell you I learned so much at 18, like one moment can make or break you. Like, you know how I many times? You see my page. You know how I many yeah. times I want to snap on a motherfucker that comes yeah. to my page? Yeah. And I got this one incident that always reminds me, like, all it takes is one time and you can fuck up everything. Every, so that's why yeah, when people try to get at me, I'm like, dude, you're on the internet. Like, I've been through way worse shit <laughs> yeah, in real life. than you yeah. didn't realize right. that you can think of. And like, that wasn't even the worst thing I've been through. Oh. But that was just an incident where I, I really, really started paying attention to like, no matter what somebody does to you, how you react is up to you. Mm-hmm. That's up to That's you. Point, like man. I could, I could have, I could have easily just sat my ass on the bench, right? Shut up and been ready for the next game. And went to conference. Now, would I be where I'm at today? Probably not, because so many different avenues would have yeah. changed. But I had to go through that moment. I had to go through it. Like I hated it, but I had to go through that moment. Yeah, and I, I, I learned a lot right there. <laughs> was that your goal to be a professional basketball player? Like getting out of school? Fuck yeah! I thought I was. The, <laughs> I thought I was the best fucking. I wasn't, but I thought I was the best <laughs> thing <laughs> to ever come out of my high school. And so you know, backtrack to college. I lost all my scholarships then. Yeah, they were like, we're not gonna They're have like, a hot. I'm head. not gonna have this fucking loose right. cannon. Wow. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't care about the backstory. Right. They're like I'm not. I had one coach that saw that and was like, I like that shit. Wow. And he was a home, a homeschool. Uh, it was a historically black college in St. Louis called Harristo State College. And uh, Coach Lonnie Cole, I actually just called him two weeks ago because out of rent, like I just called him every Father's Day. Yeah. And we bumped heads in college. Like, that's the crazy thing. We bumped heads my freshman, sophomore year, and we just got to this bond by my senior year. The same coach that I bumped heads with in college, freshman, sophomore year, was the same one that said, if I ask him to run through that fucking brick wall, wow. I know okay. he's going to do it. Because we just came to this understanding, like, I just want to fucking win, man. Yeah. And I'll do whatever to win. Like, yeah. I'll do whatever. Was he like a father figure to you in the sense? Oh, dude. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, t- I didn't meet my actual natural-born father until I was 21. Wow. So I had this father figure, man. Like, my brothers were my father figures. Like, so I know I'm talking about Were you adopted? Yeah. Okay. So this is the crazy thing. This is why I tell people, like, dude, I I know I'm this happy, smiley dude, but I didn't You got a great smile, by the way. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) But it's like, it's natural. Like, I don't force it. Like, I, I just, I look at life like, man, I've been through so much shit that whatever's going on right now, man, this is nothing. Like, so. Yeah. My mother, who raised me, was really my grandmother. Okay. So my my natural-born mother was addicted to crack. So Mm. I was a crack baby. Wow. And so she had already scheduled to have me sold for drug money. Oh, my God. And my grandmother was like, fuck that. You're not selling my first grandchild. Like, you're just not going to do it. Wow, man. So she, she found out about the money thing two weeks before my birth. And so we're in Little Rock, Arkansas. Like, they didn't even go to court for this shit. She just adopted me literally from the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I have two birth certificates literally from, like, my natural-born mother on Mm -hmm. the birth certificate and then my grandmother on the birth certificate. And so so I tell people, like, man, I've been through – like, I started off on on rough shit. So, (laughs) like, whatever y'all talking about, man, please, like, just go somewhere with that. So, like (laughs) – 
<laughs> so like you know, I look back like so. I didn't meet my I didn't meet my father till I was twenty one. My mom, man, and I, I call my grandmother my mom. I've never mm-hmm. disrespected her and called her grandma. I'm yeah. like, no, that's my mom, dude. Like she she didn't have to do this. She was forty years old. Wow. Forty. Imagine mm-hmm. a single forty year old woman. She already had three kids. Right. Yeah. And they're they're in high school and and beyond. She didn't have to take a baby. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like she took on a baby. Like fuck it's amazing, that. Amazing, man. She took on a, like the stage after an embryo. Like I'm like right. still like fresh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she didn't have to do that shit. So yeah. like but she busted her ass, man, to show me everything to the point where I I tell everybody like I know college does not make or break you. It doesn't. Like you could be you could have 18 degrees and be a fucking dick. Yeah. Or you could have no degrees and be the greatest person in the world. Like I don't think education, but she did make sure that like I saw certain things like I remember her going to school at the University of Missouri St. Louis and she didn't have a babysitter. So I used to have to sit in the hallway of the university while she's getting her degree because wow, she wanted me man. to see this. Like mm-hmm. she wanted me to see this. And I knew I better not move from the fucking bench in that hallway. <laughs> I knew that shit. But I learned, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, black mamas don't play, man. Like, <laughs> and and I, I just learned so much being in that. Like, I had to go get my degree. Like, it was no yeah. other way. I'm like, dude, she sacrificed so much. Now, that's why I, I, I preface that by saying, like, you don't have to get your degree. But I knew for me, right, right. I had to do that because it just, it just made sense. So yeah. when I got to college, man... This man just took me under his wing and he just wanted the best for me. Like he really and I and he took a shot on me that nobody else took because I developed into three times better basketball player in college than I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I you know, you, you your body starts to change. You start yeah. lifting weights and you like you turn into this beast. Like Bob Myers. Yeah, I saw the Jordan doc. Exactly. I know. Exactly. That's just crazy. Like it's I, crazy. Yeah. By my by my junior year in college, I was two fifteen, six percent body fat, and a point guard at six six. Wow. Like I was a beast. Like I had a thirty seven inch vertical. It was nut like I could do anything <laughs> I wanted to on the court at that point. And like I re- I remember I got recruited by like a top tier university. Even did a visit, like nobody knew I went to go visit the college, everything. I was gonna I was like, fuck it. I came to a small school. I can go to this bigger school. And my mom gave me. What was the bigger school? I'm I'm not going to say. That's why I didn't say it. Exactly. I I am big on protecting names, man. I love that. You got to, man. I don't name drop shit. I I, I will, you know, in a a small circle. But I don't like like name dropping. So, like, I was about to go. (laughs) Nice try, Derek. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That's your afterwards, It's funny. Every time I see them play, I'm like. <laughs> like, but, but I'm glad. I, like I said, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, man. If I, if I wouldn't have took these certain avenues, and um, yeah, I'll never forget. Like I was about to leave. I was like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm out of here, man. Wow. I, I can go. I can go top notch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my mom, she she's always hit me with like dope advice, and she goes, yeah, you can leave. And she the way she talks, you know, moms know the way right. to talk to you. Like, yeah, you can go. Reverse you psychology. Know? Yeah, I mean, you can go definitely, but you know. It, you got to remember, like, when nobody gave you a shot, mm. it was only one man that gave you a chance. One. And I was like, and before you were as good as you are, he looked at yeah. you and was like, I, I see it in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, you can go. You can definitely go. But, and she was like, don't forget, he was the one man. He was like, if you break your back today, mm-hmm. I'm going to still make sure you get your degree. 
That's amazing. He's like, if you never play a, a, a lick of basketball for me, mm-hmm. you still got your scholarship. And like she hit me with that, and I was like, all right, I guess I'm staying in yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, like, really believed going. in you, man. Yeah, he did, yeah. man. Like to this day, like I said, I called him like three weeks ago randomly just to like hear his voice, man. And he was like excited to hear more. And oh, it was like sure. we was even laughing about the times we bumped heads. Like I'm talking <laughs> like a pushing, shoving match with your college coach. Like I'm wow. not even like I'm wow. like yeah, like we went at it. And like <laughs> to this day, that's my boy, man. That's, that's so my cool. boy, Coach Lonnie Cole, man. Like the just a great dude. He cared, man. Like. He cared about his players. I would always say that. Always cared about his players. Is he yeah. still coaching? Or? Nah, he's retired, man. Okay. Like, I mean, it's funny. I asked him when I talked to him. I was like, you you, you retired, right? He's like, he's like, fuck yeah. He's like, I, <laughs> he's like, I can't stand you motherfuckers no more. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, back then, you know, players listen. Now right. everybody got a YouTube channel and they oh, got wow. their own following. He was like, wow. I can't fuck with that. Because he was a math teacher as well. Oh, wow. So it's funny. He taught at the high school and he coached at college. And the, the high school wow. he coached at was, I mean, the high school he taught at was Wellston High School, which was a... I mean, if anybody from St. Louis said they from Wellston, you like, man, I'm I'm so proud of you. Like Wellston, okay. Ferguson was in Ferguson wasn't even as bad as the news makes it. It had its mm. rough spots. But Wellston, bro, like they shut down the Wellston school district at this point. Like it's not even there no more. They they basically which was kind of fucked up. They they made this school district go to like their rival like fight school like not even like oh we hate you in basketball like no they fought each other like like territorial kind of thing but they shut down that school district so a lot of them had to go to the school like they didn't even think like what they were doing to those kids damn you know so but he was a teacher there so he was roughneck tough yeah but loved the kids man he went back you know fuck man high school teachers ain't getting taught shit i taught high school for one year one you did wow one and they asked me to come back, and I was like, no. What grade was it? Uh, uh, I, I actually was a permanent sub because I was supposed to go overseas to play ball uh, 2001, and then 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And so they canceled everything. I couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so that's the one time I might have been close to depression. Like wow. I, I always tell people because I was like, I worked my ass off to get to this point. And I'm like, it, and, and the universe will shut your ass up. <laughs> You know, in a heartbeat. Because I was like, in a bad way, I was like, oh, fuck all this shit. I'm leaving St. Louis. I'm out this bitch. I'm going to Europe. Fuck all y'all. I'm out. Peace. And right at, and I'll never forget, like, September. I was supposed to leave, like, September 17th. Mm. And then September 11th happened. And even, and t- this is how crazy it is. As caring as I am, when September 11th happened, the, the girl I was dating at the time, I remember her knocking on my door like frantically. And I'm like, what the fuck is, what's wrong mm-hmm. with you? Yeah. She's like, did you see what happened in New York and this and that? And I'm like, no. And so we turn on the TV and and as compassionate and empathetic as I am, I looked at that shit and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm leaving. Like, I don't give a fuck. Wow. wow. And the universe is like, oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving, right? Got you. Mm. And like, I had to go all, like all the people I was like, fuck you, I'm out, this, that. I'm sitting right next to them like two weeks later, like, hey, what's up? No, I didn't leave. I didn't leave the country. No, I'm still here. So, Were you, were you arrogant back then? Or? I was not arrogant. I wasn't. I was never arrogant. Never have been. I'm, I've been 
confident. A confident, lot. confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but I was. Ne- I've never been a fucked up person. Like I'm yeah. always like you know I I see fucked up shit all the time. Yeah, and, like I'm not flashy. I'm not bling bling. I'm not. You know, like I I had my little small era of time my freshman year in college where I was like jewelry and it's all about me <laughs> and my best friend to this day who's vegan too funny we never talked about veganism we never talked about film we've been best friends since we were 11 years old and we actually became friends because there was a bully in our school that was a fucking asshole wow and he had my best friend had just transferred to our school from where he was from and he was like and like one day remember mind you i was obese as a freshman in high school so I was on my way to obesity in, in wow. junior high. Oh, my God. And uh, I just never forget Craig, Craig Coleman, my boy Craig Thomas, <laughs> my boy. He, he just, I never forget him saying, I can't stand that motherfucker. And I was like, man, I can't stand him either, man. And, like, he was like, man, we should beat his ass. And I was like, we should. <laughs> <laughs> he never came back to school after that day. Let's just say that. Like, we, wow. beat, we beat, like he, but we, we didn't just go beat his ass. Like he talked shit. He was coming at us. Right. And we beat his ass and he never came back. I think he was like, oh shit. And wow. so we, me and him been like best friends since then. I'm not recommending everybody go beat somebody's ass. <laughs> no, but. But defend yourself and fuck bullies. Like, right. so exactly. 100%. we've been boys since that day. And like I said, we never talked about film. We never talked about veganism. None of that. So our freshman year in college, he went to another school in uh, St. Louis. He went to a junior college. I went to the four-year college. And so I hadn't talked to him in a couple of days, but I didn't even trip off of it. You know, like, you know, you're your best friend. You talk yeah. to him. You might not talk to him, whatever. But when you talk to him, it's like, whatever. And he calls me. He's like, what's up? I'm like, yeah, what's up, motherfucker? You know, like, that's how we talk. Like, what's up, dog? He's like, man, just getting back from the hospital. I'm like, fuck you getting back from the hospital for? He's like, man, I was coming home from school and, Motherfucker slit my throat. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. I'm like, what? I'm like, somebody slit your throat. You wouldn't be talking to me. Right. Now, mind you, this is how fuck. This is how friends talk to each other. Like, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like, nah, man. Like, so back this '95. So this is freshman year '95, not senior year '95. So now we're in college. So this is more of the fall of '95. Uh-huh. So he's on the bus stop. He had the big herringbone chain. Oh. And a dude came up from behind him with a knife, put it up to his neck, and was like, "Give me your shit." And you know us. Instead of just giving the shit up, we like, man, fuck you. I ain't giving you shit. And so when he turned around to try to, like, get the guy, got him in the wow, neck. Wow, dude. So, and to this day, he still got the scar. Like, everybody's always asking, like, what happened? So oh, shit. the crazy part is, this is St. Louis. This is just yeah. St. Louis, man. So we, we're we sitting there. Well, he's sitting there. So he, he gets the dude to the ground. He's beating the dude's ass to the point when the cops get there, they grab my boy right? because they think he's the one. And mm. luckily, the witnesses are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's defending himself. That yeah. guy tried to rob him. Crazy thing is, while they're grabbing my boy, the guy gets away. Oh, oh my God, dude. To this day, I always say karma's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, he probably kept doing shit like that and, like, no telling what happened to him. Mm-hmm. So wow. my boy, now finally, the cops are listening to the witnesses. They're like, no, it's him. And they see, you know, his, his fucking throat slit. <laughs> And so he said, man, the cop just kept telling him, like, don't go to sleep. don't." Because he's like, dude, I just, I never wanted to go to sleep so bad. Because he had lost so much blood. Oh, but the adrenaline, God. the adrenaline kept him going while he was beating the dude's ass. Yeah, exactly. But now everything's calm. He's like, just sitting there like, fuck, I want to go to sleep. And the cop's like, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep. So they said they was like, 
He's like a centimeter from his jugular vein. Oh, wow. Crazy shit. Like, he... He's actually he survived, man. Yeah. yeah, man. Crazy, man. And, like, I never, I never forget, I went to go see him. Like, that's how we are, man. Like, after that situation, I, I rolled down to his house downtown. Like, he was in the city at the time. I rolled down there to see him, and I'm like, I'm seeing the stitches. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm sorry I wasn't there. Like, you know, like, that's yeah. just that. Like, not that I would have stopped the shit, but it just, I felt like I should have been there. Yeah. And, like, he's like, nah, man. Like, nothing you could do. Like, you know, it's a war wound now for him, but it's a great, it's a story to help people. Like, and I, when I tell you, I had, I had a, I had a rope chain. I had the matching bracelet. When I tell you I sold that shit for pennies for what it was worth the next day, I didn't give a fuck. Like, wow. yeah. I was like, get rid of shit. Like when people see me with diamond earrings, I'm like, oh, this shit is CZ, brother. This is cubic zirconia. I don't right. fucking rock <laughs> shit. You rob me, you are practicing. I ain't got shit for you. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. Like, <laughs> I ain't got nothing for you, bro. Like, I, because I, I just started looking at, like, yeah. again, like, I believe in, you know, you learn your biggest lessons from your mistakes, but you can learn a lot from somebody else's mistakes, too. Oh, like, absolutely. The, the fact that he went through that, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even you know, need it. I don't need that shit. I didn't need it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm more now into like fucking stones and like, you know, healing and meditation <laughs> shit. You know, I be rocking. And it's funny, like I don't have one on the day, but I'll rock like straight gyms and like stuff like from African gyms and this and that. And I'll get compliments just walking through the airport. People are like, man, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, it ain't nobody going to rob me for it at yeah. the same time. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, it, you know, and it's supposed to bring good energy and this and that. And I'm like, and I see how people compliment me for it. I'm like, that's the good energy right there. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Yeah, that man. I, I got, uh, yeah. So I, like I said, man, St. Louis, it definitely had a ton of lessons for me, but I, you know, I was there for all of them, man. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And I wouldn't be so adamant about helping people if I hadn't lived through it myself, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? And how obese were you really? And how old were you? And how long was that time? You were super <laughs> <I> was, overweight. <laughs> <laughs> I was 13, freshman in high school. I was 315. And I was oh, wow. like, and I was about five eight. I wasn't. I'm six wow. six now. But I was like, so it was obvious. But I was so athletic, man, that it was. Mm, right. I surprised myself to this he's day. Just like he's thick bone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that bullshit ass right. quote that black people thought of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he big boned. He big like boned. ain't not one fat skeleton <laughs> laying in a goddamn graveyard today. Like we just <laughs> fat skeleton. Yeah, well, there's no such thing as a fat skeleton. But we like to say that shit because it makes oh, us yeah. feel better. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm big boned. No, you're not. You just big. Like Tusky. there's not. You know. And I'm not a fat shamer because like I do believe like. There's a lot of trauma that we've been put through that we honestly think like that's natural for us. Mm. But I always like to tell people mm. like black and healthy is synonymous. Like if you look at African culture before the Western world went back over there with their bullshit food and fried shit and this and that, you look at, you know, fucking hieroglyphics and fucking where's the where's the obese right. hieroglyphic like where's it at like i want to see it. <laughs> it ain't there the drawings it ain't there like we have become so comfortable with this pandemic like that's a pandemic like it is man like mm -hmm. we've been so comfortable with it that now you can't even talk about it because it's like shaming i'm like no 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 there is such thing as fat shaming but the delivery is the fat shaming like if mm, i tell you yeah. there's dangers with obesity that's not fat shaming no 
If I say you fat <laughs> motherfucker, there's dangers with being obese. That's fucking fat yeah, shaming, which right. I will never fucking do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I would never do it. And I'm you've been there. I've been yeah, there. You've been there. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people that don't know my whole story, they think I'm just this dude that's been in shape since I came out the womb. <laughs> and like, I came out rocking a six pack. Like, nah, right. dude, this is a lot of work. I had to get it. And I've been in your, I've been in your shoes. And I, and I tell people all the time, like, I didn't know how much pain I was in until I got out of pain. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people don't realize that they don't. Re- you get so comfortable with pain sometimes. True. You just live through it. Yeah. Whether it's an abusive relationship with a person, with the food, with your job, with your environment, with so true. Your oh, your yeah. parents. We become so comfortable with pain that we think that it's supposed to be like that. It's like no, there's pain supposed to be in life. You know what I'm saying? If you put your hand over a fire. You're supposed to feel pain to take, yeah. hey, dumbass, get your hand off yeah. the fire. Yeah. That pain's supposed to be there. But the trauma of everyday pain is not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And we got to get back to that of understanding that. And that's why I'm so adamant about it. I'm like, yo, like, I see the pain in people's eyes. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about obesity. I'm just talking about just in general. In general, yeah. It's like, we're not supposed to be. People are like, man, you so happy. You can't be happy all the time. I'm like, fuck, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Shit. I say, I, and I, I, I'm always coming up with quotes, like, and I'm sure that they've been, you know, influenced by somebody else's. No, I words. love your quotes, man. Yeah. I, and I, like, I always, I, I don't like to take credit for everything. I'm sure, like, they, you know, the universe is always regenerating, for stuff, sure, re, rejuvenating, you know, whatever. And I, and I always say, happiness is a practice art. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. wake up fucking happy. I don't wake up, and the first thing I think is like, I'm fucking happy today. It's like, me no, either. like I have to keep practicing every day, like. What am I grateful for? What what could I been in yesterday that was fucked up? Totally. You know, mm-hmm. all right, take that energy, move it into today. Like, it's a practice. I have to practice being happy every day. I have to practice not smacking the shit out of somebody to talk shit to me every day. <laughs> yeah. You got to practice that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Control yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't understand that. They think you just like, oh, he just naturally happy. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I have to, I have to hear you talking shit to me and go, you know what? Bless you. In the back of my head, I'm like, fuck you, right. your yeah. family, your dog, <laughs> your, 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 your fish, everybody. Yeah. And I love animals, but fuck all of y'all. Yeah, people, <laughs> yeah, people see kindness as weakness a lot. And kindness it's not. is weakness. It's not. It I takes know. a lot of strength not to, to act on impulse on yeah. everything True. that's coming mm-hmm. towards you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I'm just a big advocate of like, man, if we actually start looking at the fact that we are powerful as hell, because the industries that are at B right now, they make a killing off of making us think we aren't shit. Mm-hmm. And the only way to be shit is if you buy our shit. And that we need them. Right? We yeah, need you. Right. Whether yeah. it's pharmaceuticals, the food, yeah. the clothes, the car, the house, you know, shit. It, the fucking, it's so many things. Like, they're yeah. like, look, yeah, you're okay. But if you buy our shit, right, guess what? Better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Buy this fucking Perk Plus. <laughs> your hair is shit. Mm-hmm. But we can turn your hair into music if you right. buy our shit. You know what yeah. like, And it's just, just one. Sorry, Pert. I know y'all probably okay. But <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> I don't use your shit anyways. But anyways, right. like. <laughs> They're big listeners too. I'm yeah, scared. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, well, we're done with that yeah, podcast. That's our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I just that's our sponsor. I did, just, yeah. you, you'll probably get a sponsorship out of it now. Like, wait, wait, wait. Let's show them we're good people. But, not, you know, like, people are just so. They're so interested in understanding that we need this and that in order for us to be a good person. Like, no, if you understand that you're already powerful, you realize you don't need that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The power is already in you. 
if you yeah. take off the fucking cloak that they put on top of you, you know, the another quote, sorry, but they, <laughs> I always say the best form of brainwashing is when you don't know what happened to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We've been brainwashed to think like, I got to eat this meat or I'm not a fucking man or yeah. I'm going to die in five seconds. I need protein. Yeah. I need my protein. Like mm-hmm. I, the name of my speech used to be vegans aren't filling up the hospitals because mm. it's fucking true. Like if everybody thinks vegans are so sickly and we're the ones that are like dying off like every five seconds, why is the hospital industry so fucking wonderful and making bank? Mm. We only make up three to 5% of the population. Yeah. We ain't keeping them in business. I'm right. sorry. If all of us got sick today and went to the hospital, they'd still be making trillions off the rest yeah, of the that's people. That's a good point. Great point. We're not doing and it. And it's facts. Yeah. It's facts. Like yeah. It's, yeah. it's just facts. It's just yeah. facts. You know, and, and people like, and I, again, I go back to, sorry, Toby, it's not a black or white thing, but I like to talk to my people a lot of times. <laughs> It's all good. D, you know what I'm saying here. You know what I'm saying. No offense taken. But but we love you, Toby. Black, you, black is synonymous with health. At the end of the day, black is synonymous with health. We weren't fucking eating meat like they think we were. Like, let's just be honest. If you really think about it, they weren't out there with scopes and rifles and, you know, powered crossbows. Mm-hmm. They're out there with fucking a javelin, uh, or a uh, a spear, bow and arrow, right. a spear. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no fucking hundred percent success rate when you chasing down a goddamn gazelle. It's not, and you got to fucking worry about the lion that's trying to beat you to the same meal. That mm, probably right. looking at you like, I see the humans actually a little slower yeah. than the fucking gazelle. A, a little, <laughs> slower. yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we somehow humans have manipulated I, their way to the top of the food chain like bitch the, i mean really it's like, funny <laughs> that you say that because it's my first time even going to africa and being on a safari and just thinking yo if i was just thrown out here i would be dead instantly dead. Yeah. instantly Fucking i felt sick harsh and it's then people, people try to come with the well you know what makes us the top of the food chain is because we can make tools no bitch like if a lot if if a lion was standing right next to you right now and you had to pull out your weapon you're done it's a wrap you got to get to your weapon their weapon is literally yeah made on their body well we got canine teeth i was like when the last time you tried to rip meat off of a cow like just uh, if you think we're so canines, true. if you think we got canine teeth, I, I challenge anybody right now to walk up to a cow, <laughs> look at the right ass cheek, not the left one, because the right one probably got more meat on it. Just I'm trying to help you out here. Bite that ass cheek and watch what happens to you. You are going to get your ass booted. First and foremost. Yeah. First and foremost, that cow is going to boot the shit <laughs> out of you. Cows like people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you bite a cow, because... First of all, you're probably going to break a couple teeth. You're not ripping through that. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. Second of all, people forget we can't digest hair. If you really think we're cannibals, why we got to pluck all the feathers? Why we got to take all the hair mm. off? Why we got to take all the fur off? We can't fucking, we're not cats. We don't cough up fur balls. We don't do that shit. So, so like, true. people, like, that's what I tell everybody. I'm not a scientist. I'm a realist. I just right. sit back and look at the real shit. I'm like, we can't fucking do that. And right. like, and people try to argue with the whole caveman thing. Like, oh, man, you know, like, you know, the reason why our brains developed this way is because we were eating animal fat. I'm like, all right, well, our brains are fucked up. You haven't noticed that shit? Like, yeah. think about it. If that's the premise of your argument is that 
cavemen were eating meat and that's why our brains developed the way it was. All right, let's take that in consideration. I'm gonna take your whole, your whole premise in consideration. But listen to this, think about this way. If we have seen the power of somebody eating nothing but plants, the longevity of lifestyle, the, the quality of lifestyle, what if the dumbass cavemen who were also raping their own children and eating their own shit, as has been scientifically proven, where you're using your knowledge based off of this person who did that. Mm. And now, what if they derailed us from our actual evolution to where we're getting back to now by eating plants? Yeah. Think about it. You're also yeah. thinking about somebody that probably lived to be about 26. That right. was an elder at the time. You know, like <laughs> 26 was the elder. That right. was who you were getting your knowledge from yeah. while he was eating his shit sandwich. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come yeah. on, man. Like, Think about it. Like, you got to think about everything. And then, like, if you really want to go with that whole, you know, keto caveman mentality, like, get off your cell phone, stop driving a car, you know, don't don't think about, like, how the lifestyle you have right now is influenced by technology and how you got clean water right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't walk up. You couldn't. You didn't just have clean water at the time. You know, you might get bit by a fucking monster iguana back then coming out yeah. of the water. Like they don't think about all these different things. Like mm -hmm. we are, we're amazing beings, but we stopped evolution while the rest of the world kept evolving. Right. You know, the the human body is the first machine ever built. Point blank. Yeah. Everything we use now is to keep that human body from having to work as hard. That's why we ain't shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We take a car to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. We don't even walk. You you tell somebody I'm the same. Even me, as <laughs> much as I'm into fitness, if a motherfucker told me, "Oh man, yeah, it's just two blocks that way." Okay, cool. I'm getting in my car. Yeah, it's, it's two blocks. Mm. It's two fucking blocks. Yeah, we're we're so we're so lazy and it's hidden to our own selves. We don't even realize we'll we'll spend 30 minutes looking for a remote when we could go to the TV and press the button. It's <laughs> true. We're that That's fucking lazy. So true, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're that lazy, but we don't realize it. But technology, everything in technology was developed to assist us with not doing the work. It's hmm. mm -hmm. very interesting. Yeah. Before yeah. telephones, you mm -hmm. had to go see a motherfucker right. to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Before television, yeah. to go see a play, you had to go go to the play. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't just, even a treadmill. Like, people don't even realize how lazy that shit is. I love my treadmill. <laughs> but it's like, oh, why would I go outside in the nature to go do this? Right. I'm yeah. just sitting in my garage on this treadmill right now. Mm -hmm. So we got to get back to the understanding the power that we have and the things that we can do. Because we, we can do so fucking much. And we stopped evolving. But now we're starting to see, you know, like, if the body scientifically has been proven to last 120 years... We do something every day to cut that number down. For sure. Every yeah. day. Every day we do something to cut that shit down. Yeah. Whether it's the, what we eat, the toxic environment we're in, the stress we put ourselves in, all that stuff, we cut it down day by day by day. So if 120 is what we're supposed to live to, midlife is not 40. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to still be able to run, do push-ups, yeah. jumping jacks at 60, 70 years old. Because mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know about you, Toby, but I'm sure you've heard this growing up. There's a black quote that's called grown man strength. Like <laughs> I know dad strength. Yeah, yeah dad, strength, right, dad strength. Right. Which as a kid, I thought it was bullshit. <laughs> no, but, but as a 44-year-old man, 
Yeah. That shit is real. Like it's I lift weights today that at 24, I there's no way I would have even thought about right. trying to get. And we're crushing the 50, man. That's true. That's what, 50s, true. Yeah. It, it's crazy. And I'm like, I get it now. When you see those those statues of like these African gods and these Greek gods and they got full hair and full beard. Absolutely. They're a fucking beast. That's because yeah. they were at that age then, they were still beasts. They were still active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we That's have we just letting we we've gotten so comfortable that we we aren't living. We're just waiting to die at this point. That's what we're doing. We're just mm. waiting to die. We're not living. We're mm-hmm. waiting to die. Like, hope I don't die today. Like, no, go go get that shit. Go yeah. live. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I talk a lot, y'all. No, it's all good. Everybody's <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I do feel like not eating meat and being vegan, vegetarian and vegan since 1988 and you since probably 88. Mm-hmm. And being 50 years old, right. the stuff we can still do. Oh, yeah. No, there's no doubt about just... it. I mean, I think back to even cousins that I had, you know, and always meeting with my cousin in church. It was much older than I am. And uh, he would just always be like, okay, let's get this handshake going. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to crush my hand. He was, yeah. like, he was like, you'll never be as strong as me. You know, I was, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. You know, like that that old, old man's training. That, yeah, that man. strength is, exists. Yeah. And yeah. it's a good point that you made uh, – when you look at all those like sculptures of like Greek people, and they weren't young. They weren't young at all. They weren't twenties. Yeah, and, and and it's it's fascinating. You know, it's like why? Where are they getting yeah. these sculpture ideas? And, and even and even if we're not talking <laughs> about gods, if you even talk about the actual warriors, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, that's what I'm. They're fucking to. beard. Yeah, everything. They're all out. I mean, I can't grow a beard to save my life at this point, but I, I get it. I get it. You know, what I'm saying, but like, yeah, like they weren't young. They yeah. were like. They, those warriors lasted. They went mm-hmm. through trials and tribulations to mm-hmm. get to that point. Yeah, they were active every day. Now True. they may not have been as chiseled as the artist was making them, uh, yeah. but I guarantee <laughs> I you, right. I guarantee you, motherfuckers today don't want to meet that motherfucker from back then. No. <laughs> right, right. And then I was even hearing or seeing in documentaries they talking about the gladiators' diet. You know. And exactly. it wasn't yeah. primarily me. I mean, they weren't giving them prime cut. Exactly. You, know, you think guys. you think I'm gonna pay this warrior slash slave because right. most of the warriors we're are slaves. slaves right. You think I'm giving them the best food out there? No, I'm giving them this fucking grain I was growing in the in the backyard that they grew themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, but people, again, you gotta think realistically and not the brainwashing storytelling that's been told. Like, mm-hmm. look at the look at the facts. Look at look at. Even if you don't know the facts, just look at realistically. Right. What yeah. would have happened? Mm-hmm. What was your inspiration to go vegan? Was it when you were yeah. obese? Did that happen when you were younger or no? Yeah, what I was met the this alien out? when I was at a. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, you, yeah. you lost this. <laughs> like, what was the turning point from being obese to like. Yeah, what was the Well, you know what? I, I, before I even went vegan, I started losing the weight. Okay. Um, How did you that know, happen? Well, because, you know, Little League basketball is literally some coach throwing out a couple balls, and then he goes outside and talks to his wife. You know, like, <laughs> while you have practice. Now, and Levi Wright, I love you to death, bro. I'm just making an example of this. Like, like I remember my I, – I, I literally remember my, my little league coach. We're, we're actually friends on Facebook today. Like, nice. And his wife. So I'm just playing. But, you know, the, the intensity level just wasn't the same. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're in little leagues. You're not really – Yeah. Right. You're learning the fundamentals more than anything. And then when I got to high school, it was this shock – Oh, yeah. oh, we're doing two two a days. Yeah. Wait, wait, two. Yeah, 
two yeah. a days of running. Like we start right. off with a mile run before we even touch a ball. Like, wait, who? Wait, I no, I signed up for basketball. I didn't sign up for track. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I never played football. My mom wouldn't let me play football till high school. Makes sense. So yeah, I, I got the freshman year. And she was like, if you want to play, go ahead. Your coach was like, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> they were like, yes, but they're like, this motherfucker doesn't know shit. I didn't uh, know I didn't know plays. But I for didn't... a coach, that can be a dream. Oh, it was a, a dream. Blessing. Yeah, it's a it's blessing, a, oh. but like when they're calling stuff that these kids have been running since they were uh, two, you know, they're like got it. uh we're you know, I, I could which is crazy. My defensive coach, my freshman year, ended up we ended up finding out that he literally was like molesting girls Jeez. at our school. Oh, we found boy. this out years later. Oh man. Damn. Years later. But he used to like have these calls like Wolf Hot 50 Grand. And I'm like, what the fuck is and, yeah. and he had symbols like Wolf Hot, Snake Hot. And like right. I'm I'm not even exaggerating. Like I had to learn this shit. I'm like, what's a wolf and a snake and a right. kind of find out like each safety and cornerback had their own like name. So wolf, snake, mm-hmm. uh, cobra, all these different things, and that was who would be like rushing and who would got you. So I had to learn all this stuff, and then, but when basketball came, I was just natural. Like mm-hmm. I literally, like my brother, my middle brother that played at the high school before me, um, he had a he had a seventy point game in high school. Like my brother was a beast. Like oh, yeah, and he and. I, I, he always said he knew I was going to have a growth spurt at some point, but he grew me to be a point guard from day one because he knew, like, a 6'6 point guard. Well, he didn't know I'd be 6'6, but <laughs> he knew a tall-ass point guard had an advantage. Yeah. I, I grew up on my, um, Magic Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. my mom loved the Lakers. To this day, I'm a Laker fan. Wow. Like, LeBron awesome. or not, like, I love LeBron too, but, right. like, I was a Laker fan before the – you know, before that, like, when okay. it was Magic and Kareem. Yeah. Cooper and uh, Scott, Byron Scott, like, and all that. I was a fan back then. Yeah. So, you know, going to high school, now I'm doing these two-a-days, and I get to basketball. I'm like, we're running our asses off. Yeah. I don't even realize I'm losing this weight. Yeah. yeah. And so that summer after freshman year, I had a growth spurt too. So now I'm not losing the weight. I had yeah. a fucking growth spurt. Yeah. To the point when I saw my sophomore coach uh, basketball, I saw my sophomore coach walking down the hallway. Excuse me. And I see him. I'm like, what's up, coach? And he looks at me like, he goes, oh, shit, John. <laughs> and he got, like, excited. Like, yeah, yeah. holy shit. Like, he's wow. like, because I, I went from, like, 5'8 to 6'1, like, in a summer. Mm. I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I was fucking around my freshman year and ended up being ineligible my first half of that season. So he was pissed at me for that, but he was still like, yeah. wow. And that, that made me like really understand I had to keep my grades up to play ball. Yeah. Like I came into high school like, I'm the man. I can do what the fuck I want. They were like, <laughs> hell you can. Right. You ain't going to class. You got to sit your ass down. So I had to sit down my, my whole uh, first part of my sophomore year. Wow. Oh, but that made me respect school more. Like, right. And, you know, besides the time I cursed out. The other coach, you know, that's you know. <laughs> uh, we're not gonna say <laughs> we've already been down that road, but yeah, like I the activity level picked up. Okay. I didn't change the food, right? Okay, I didn't change anything, it was the activity level. Then, after I graduated undergrad, I moved to Fort Lauderdale for grad school, okay. And I finally got to my, my when I tell you, I was in my last week of my graduate program. 
Hi, baby. I know. <laughs> she is loving me. I love it. Uh, so I'm in my last week of my grad program, and my brother, the older brother, mm-hmm. he just blowing me up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm in class, dude. I'm literally in my finals week. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, all right, stop calling me. But we're at break, and I go to check the messages. And now my oldest brother, like I told you my scenario, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's literally, he's really my uncle. Okay. But he's my brother. Like, never called him uncle to this mm-hmm. day. Like, I, I give them credit, too, because they were put in a situation where they could have been like, I don't want this little kid. Like, yeah. I got to babysit him now. He was, they were very, like, vocal and a part of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. And so if he ever called me son, I knew either I fucked up something or something's fucked up. And he's like, hey, son, I need you to call me back as soon as possible. I'm like, shit, now I'm in, my, I'm in Fort Lauderdale at this point. And I'm like, damn, what's going on? So I call back. He's like, hey. I'm like, what's up, bro? What's going on? He's like, in my head, I'm like, what did I fuck up? Like, right. did, I, did I break something? Did I fuck up something? Did I not pay something? Cool. He's like, yeah, man, I'm at the hospital with mom. We don't know what's going on. She can't keep any food down and this and that. Now, my attitude, I get it from her. Like, always happy, energetic, while alive, no yeah. matter what. You can't get me. That was the one time only in my life. I was like, mom, how you doing? She's like, I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm in, I'm thousands of miles away. Dude. Yeah. I'm, that hit me in the chest. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I was, I was, even if she was in pain, I was expecting a joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just how she is. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel, I feel bad, but it's okay. But like, I felt the pain in her voice. I'm like, oh shit. So my brother's like, we'll call you back after she gets the test run. We'll find out what's going on. It ended up being colon cancer. Wow. Oh, man. So she's still alive today. Thank oh, you. Wow. Thankful okay. and everything. Awesome. But that made me reflect because mm. I ended up talking to the doctor. I'm like, how did this happen? What the fuck is going on? He was like, fried fatty food, too much animal protein. Mm. And I'm like, uh. I'm like, wait. And I'm literally, I'm like, this is not hereditary. He's like, no, it's not hereditary. This is a lifestyle choice. And when he said that, I didn't go vegan immediately, but I was already vegetarian for like two years. Because when, when I moved to Fort Lauderdale, I was like, Dude, I'm going to try this vegetarian shit. Nice. And so... You know, the more research I did, I just started seeing it like it wasn't just cancer for the animal protein. And the milk and the dairy and the eggs was still animal protein. Yeah. But I started seeing the hypertension, the heart disease, the strokes, the I'm like, wait a minute, like, like they not even hiding this shit. It's in plain day. Like anybody can go look this up. This is before we had vegan websites to go get totally. knowledge from. This is straight C D C World Health Organization, other sites. And I'm like, you know what, man, I'm a I'm going to go ahead and try this fucking vegan thing out. Not wow. thinking anything mm-hmm. about it. Like, it wasn't... How old were you? It was, oof, 44 yeah. now. Been about 15 years. So Wow. Yeah, it's it's all a big blur for me. Sorry, I'm bad at math, y'all. It's all point. good. Like, but y'all do the math. 44, 15. <laughs> so, like, 29, I guess you could say, yeah, around, yeah. around the time. And um, so I, I, I didn't think nothing of it, man. And then, like, that's when... Um, I don't know if y'all remember the P90X workout. Yeah. So if you ever want to laugh, if you go back and look at the commercials and shit. That was you? I'm oh, all wow. on Wow. I remember we used to do that on tour, man. Try to. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh so I gnarly. actually did it. I did it for a year straight. I would oh, do man. it for three months. I did it for like one day. It was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. That it's hard. hard it then. is hard, but it was like, it It was what I needed. You know what I'm saying? I had just had knee surgery. Yeah. Um, And I was, 
I was vegetarian right before I started it. Mm-hmm. So I was eating all the cakes and the cookies, and I'm you sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. knee surgery. Oh you know, like, God. before I looked up, <laughs> yeah. I was back up to, like, 260 already again. Wow. I'm like, God damn it. Like, what just happened? And, mm. you know, saw the program. I'm like, you know, let me try this. And so I had a friend who knew the owner, uh, Carl Deichler. And he was like, man, you should send your pictures in. I'm like, nah. Like, I'm, I could be sitting around, honestly, at – whatever percent body fat ripped up and i'm always i coming from that obese mindset i don't care how good i do i'm always like ah it's and it's body dysmorphia i know it is Mm. but i i i'm i work my way through it but i was like nah man don't send that to him i was like i look horrible dude like no so he sent them without me knowing to Mm. Derek. they hit me up like hey we love these pictures uh you got any more and i'm like yeah like fuck it let's go so when people found out I was vegan, though, because once I started the P90X, I was vegan. Yeah. And then I didn't realize that it was like this big niche of people like, wait, you can be vegan and be in shape? And I'm like, yeah, you you can. Like, I didn't think <laughs> yeah. of it. And so I, I just started really looking at it. And then that's where, that's where Badass Vegan came from. Mm. Um, I was I was out, tr- I was doing half marathons at the time. And I was out and I was like, you know what, man? It's time for me to start my own thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm putting so much work into like just trying to help people and hold a nine to five. Like I was literally like burning at both ends. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you so I was on a run and like literally the first name that popped in my head was badass vegan. I went back, <laughs> this is 2010 though. 2010 is when I started the company. I went back, got home, went to GoDaddy. Badass Vegan was available. Bought it right there. Nice. That Monday, I incorporated it. Wow. And like, didn't have a business plan. And I got, for everybody out there trying to start your own business, don't worry about all the like nuances that people try to tell you. I still don't have a business plan. It's been <laughs> 14 years. I still don't have one. <laughs> Fuck it. Just do you at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we, we set ourselves back so much because everything got to be perfect. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Even totally. when you got the perfect plan, it's not going to go to plan, you know? Yeah. So I went ahead and just started. And then that's when things just started like trickling out, like really, really started going. I started, I was like, man, what if I can like get people to like really worry about like, or not worry about, but focus on social justice, social health, animal rights, the economy. Like what if I get everybody to just see us all one thing mm-hmm. and it all stems from loving yourself. If I, I tell people all the time, when I sign off my videos now, I always say, I want to leave you with this. Love yourself. If you in, if you encompass yourself with love, then you can actually receive love from other people. If you're full of hate and you pissed off, we've all been there where we've been pissed off. And somebody that loves you is trying to give you love. And it actually irritates you more. Totally. You know what I'm saying? You're like, get the fuck away from me. I want to be pissed right now. Yeah. And they're trying to love you. And you can't you can't see that. It's yeah. more of a nagging thing to you. So that's why I tell people, like, once you in you just embrace love and you're all about love, not only can you receive it, but now you can give it out. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like your world changes. And I'm not saying you never gonna have a bad day. You're not, you still gonna have bad days. Like it just <laughs> that's just fucking nature. But those bad days just don't have the same effect on you if your whole being is full of hate. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? Like when you're when you're pissed at the world, you're full of hate. Everything adds to that. We are magnetic yes. creatures. 
everything adds to what we're already feeling. I you know agree. what I'm saying? Yeah, if, I agree. If I'm full of love and I got a troll on my page talking about I ain't shit, I'm like, man, th- like I used to, <laughs> I used to have this thing where I, I used to love to fuck with trolls. I kind of just don't do it anymore. But like, I've so, seen you. I think, yeah, yeah I like somebody yeah. would come on my page and they're like, "Fuck you!" I'm like, "Oh my god, you took time out of your day to come say hi to me!" Like, yeah. wow, dude, like. <laughs> Fuck yeah, and they're like, and so like and they just want p- your attention anyway. It's fucking, that's all they want. Yeah, and then that pisses them off even more. Kill them and, with kindness. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. they're like, no, fuck you for real. I'm like, no, oh my god, you commented twice in one day. This that <laughs> hey dude, no, it drives them crazy. You keep this shit up, we gonna be besties. I'm telling you, man. You keep this <laughs> yeah. shit up. like, and it used to piss them the fuck off. But and I I learned this quote long time ago. It said, energy cannot be destroyed or created. It can only be transferred from one entity to the next. Mm-hmm. So when somebody try to come with you with negative energy and you don't take that shit, ever trip off this. If somebody tries mm. to come with you with negative energy and you don't take it from them, what happens with them? They get more fucking pissed. Totally, man. But if you take that negative energy and now you're upset, they're relieved. Yeah. Right. They, they got rid of that negative shit. It's on you. They're Pass happy. It to you, yeah. yeah. They're happy as fuck. I'm like, no, dude, I don't have to take your negative shit. You keep that shit. Yeah. yeah. You absolutely. find somebody that'll take it from you right. because I'm not taking it. And it took me a long time to get there. But I'm telling you, man, your world changes. It just completely changes once you do that. And that's what I've been, luckily, yeah. for like 12 years, that's just been my mission. Like positivity, positivity, spread love. And that's infectious, man, positivity. Yeah, man. man. It is, man. Just like everything. Like, yeah. right. your negative shit is infectious. Your positive shit is infectious. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and people with kids, I'm like, yo, they see you. Oh, yeah. They see you. <laughs> yeah. You can act happy in front of them. They know. They know it's an act. Yeah. They know it. They, it's so uh, true. My daughter yeah. to this day, if I'm not in my right mind, she'll just come and hug me. Like, right. and, but she hugs me anyway, but I, I know the different hugs. Yeah. Like, she can yeah. see, like, she's like, oh, Poppy. And she'll right. hug me, and I'm like, Damn, I, I, I'm showing. I'm showing. All right, let oh, me yeah. get out this yeah. mind frame. Like, yeah, there's no hiding. Uh, you can't, man. Yeah. You can't. And so, what was your, and so when you graduated from college, correct? Mm, yeah, yeah. And what was your goals then? Like, what was your mission? Make dollars. That's mm. all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it I, I, I admittedly tell people, like, you know, I was all about, like, all right, man, I come from the hood, man. I wanna, I wanna make money, and like, yeah. And like, it was almost like, how fast can I get it? What can I do? You know, mm. that's where the basketball came from when I thought I was going overseas. Like, yeah. let's go. Let's do it with my passion. Let's go. Like, that's that's been my love. That was my first love. You know what I'm saying? It was that basketball. Let's go. And then I just kind of, I just started taking a step back, man. I was like, man, the money will come, man. Like, mm. like I tell you, like, this been this been 20 years in the making, man, what I'm doing right yeah. now. Like, with the film, with the book, with the the programs and the the sub motivational yeah. speaking, all that the stuff. The speaking yeah. and all that. Like my mom, you ever heard of Toastmasters? No. no so to- Toastmasters is this like national circuit. I think they're actually worldwide, but it's this national circuit of uh speech givers. Okay. And they hold tournaments, they ho- they got Hall of Fames. My oh. mom was a part of that. Okay. She would literally make me give her speeches at like five years old. Wow. Oh so like speaking, and yeah. we, we laugh about this shit today. My mom's 84 years old. And I'm like, man, that's so funny. All the shit you used to make me do that. I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Now I'm like, mm. oh, shit, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I knew how to type 70 words a minute at seven years old. Oh, my. Wow. That's man. incredible. And, then, and she taught wow. me on a typewriter. There was no computer. Right. No. But my mom was a, a data analyst for 
which was she started off at Bell South. They transferred her to St. Louis. So that's why we moved from Arkansas to Missouri gotcha. because she got transferred for the job, which was Southwest and Bell, but they were all the same. Like Pack Bell, I think it was out right, here. Pack Bell, yeah. So they were all the same umbrella. They just gave them different like names. Okay. So she would like make me learn. I, I learned on a typewriter. So if I fucked up, there was no delete. Right. Dang. Take that paper out, start again. And, you wow. know, like so all these things that she taught me. Like today is just nothing. Like when I get in front of a crowd of thousands of people, I'm like, all right, cool, yeah. let's go. <laughs> it's so weird. And then, you know, playing basketball too. Like, right. you know, basketball is one of those sports, which most sports are. You don't realize, like, you can't hide when you're on the court or the field mm. or whatever. Like, you shoot an air ball, everybody see that shit. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't take off your jersey and put on somebody else's. Like, no, nah, that wasn't my number. That was somebody else. That's you. <laughs> That's you. You took that. So, like, I, I think that made me more comfortable. When I got on front of the stage, like, and I'm always to the point too, like I have friends that are like, man, I, I want to do it, but I don't know how to get out there and talk. And I'm like, Nervous, remember yeah. this, remember this. It's almost like, unlike you all, I'm fortunate to where nobody knows my song. They don't know my speech. If mm. I fuck up, who knows I fucked up? Yeah, that's true. It's me. <laughs> I just keep going. I stumbled <laughs> on something like, all right, fuck it. I'll come back to it. Nobody has a clue. Now your songs, yeah, you get one lyric wrong. They like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, what is and this? It's happened too for sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But at the same time, I guarantee you, you were like, fuck it, let's keep going. Hundred yeah, percent. And you gotta, you gotta have the mentality up there. Like, yeah. you came to hear me, mm-hmm. not in a cocky way, not in a, 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 a braggadocious way, but you came to hear me. Yeah. So I'm gonna get the message across. It right. may be a little jumbled. And you know what? I mean, you got a unique experience from the other people. Exactly. Like, you One know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I started doing that. And then that's what led into the film. Like, uh, my co-director, Keegan, he actually was like, you know, man, I'd love to do a movie with you. You know, I see what you do. Like the, Keegan's the, What the Health, correct? Keegan, yeah, he did What the Health Cal and Cowspiracy. Cowspiracy. Yeah, Two and he did uh, Running for Good, too. Okay. And he's got another one after ours that should be releasing that's uh, executive produced by Joaquin Phoenix. That's, oh, uh, wow. It's called the end of medicine. Mm. I I got to see it, man. Whew, wow, shit! Like I love the film we did together. Right. Yeah, this motherfucker here, man. It's <laughs> wow. wow. Like, just... and it's 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 not necessarily based in America per se, but it's it's mm. kind of more based in like uh, Europe, but it trickles over into America. But okay. it's just showing like medicine, like the the industry and how fucked up it, they, they're all kind of tied in together if you look yeah. at like a lot of the documentaries they are tied in totally yeah yeah but yeah he did cowspiracy what the hell um and yours is hungry for justice and when's that coming out we changed it you changed the name oh dang what's the name <laughs> what's the name <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh they're trying that's to kill right, us course. that's right that's right that's yeah, right that's yeah. right that's so right so now it's uh they're, they're trying, trying to kill, kill us. us and so but that was always the, the premise okay that, that was always the premise okay um, right we just didn't want a lot of people to know what they we were doing. They got to get one of those hats. Yeah, the hats dope. Because people don't know you turned around your hat. Now we can yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? Like, I wear this hat everywhere. I'm in the right. grocery store. I'm picking up my kid. Like, she's at gymnastic practice. I'm picking up my kid with the hat. Like, I, I was getting off the plane today, and the stewardess goes, I love that hat. And I was like, <laughs> she I was like. I think you mean so many I things. Know, it, it, it really is. So but many people things. Can't, yeah. You can't deny it. Yeah. No matter what yeah. the fuck is going on, it's like. Like, it's what ooh. it is. Government, <laughs> pharmaceuticals, everything. Man. Everything, right. man. Right. The wow. government. Great. It's just all in there. And so 
Are you selling those hats online? Yeah, I know. We we had it as a part of the uh like the Indiegogo to okay. support the film. We're we're gonna do it again. Yeah, it's but sick. that was just one of the things to like get it out there. And so uh, they're trying to kill us. They're trying to kill us. Yeah, I, and so crazy. I can't even announce who the producers are, executive producers are. But we got a great uh, tandem of executive producers that's gonna fuck up a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And when's it gonna come out this year? Well, we, we're shopping it around right now. Our agent uh, just started shopping it around, and um, we, we've been getting word that it's like there are some people that are loving it. Mm-hmm. That's um, cool. Like, our, our goal is, like, you know, to have it out, like, Juneteenth, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. the Juneteenth. Yeah. But we don't have really control over it. But right. Does that frustrate you? Just Nah. No. I mean, it, it's it's not frustrating because... It took us four years to make the film. Okay. It's kind of like, what's another couple months? Yeah. Okay. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She is on it. That's I like how you're saying, like, ever. people like, and you were saying, we talked about before, like, like rap artists are people are concerned about the cars and the jewelry, but then eating McDonald's and kind of killing themselves eating that kind of food, right? Yeah. And it's like, and I tell this to people all the time, I'm like, uh, so Styles P. Love Styles P. Got that's the, my, that's got my the boy, juice spots man. in New York too. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. So we were we were speaking at an event together. This is before the movie. Like we've been boys for a minute. Underrated um, rapper too. Underrated man. Oh, dude, amazing. <laughs> the dude Locks. is a beast. So this this lady stopped us at the event. It was the it was a women's conference in New York City. Wow. And um, you know we're we're walking around. Me and him and his wife and. Uh, we're just walking. The lady stopped us. She was like, oh, man, I know y'all are vegan, and, like, I want to do this and this and that. And, like, I'm big on always giving credit where it's due. Like, I don't ever want to steal somebody's quote. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I I just don't want anybody accusing me of that. Like, and what he said to her, she he got her. It was, like, the, the best reverse psychology in the world. He <laughs> he goes, he's like, oh, okay, sister. You know, like, that's great. He's like, he said, man, that that shirt, that's dope. Where'd you get that? And she's like, oh, I got this. You know, on the shop in like uh, on Fifth and this and that, he was like, "Man," and he's like, "I see you those shoes." Like, <laughs> she's like, "Oh yeah, I was actually in Italy and I got these and like, you know, blah blah blah." And like, oh man, like that's mm. crazy. And then he goes through a whole outfit. Mm-hmm. He oh said, God. "Damn, ain't that amazing? How you know where everything came from that you wearing, but you don't know where the fuck your food come from." Damn. Wow. And like he hit her, and I, and like in my head, my my mental consciousness goes, damn. But I didn't say it out loud. Like I was like, damn. That's, sick. That's amazing. But I was like, he got you. He got you. Yeah. You know, wow. and it but it's true. Like so many people know where their phone came from. They know mm-hmm. where their car came from. They know yep. where the designer shoes they came mm-hmm. from. They don't know where the fucking clue where the damn food came from. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? All the shit that was injected in it, all the shit that was put in it. All the shit that they claim is natural. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just made a post the other day. I had to take it down because Instagram was like jacked up yesterday or something. It was weird oh, yesterday. Yeah, it was, it weird. was weird yesterday. Yeah. But it was. It, was, it was about these people injecting uh, stuff into the chicken. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while they can still say it's, you know, grass fed, free range, no antibiotics or steroids. But in the list of ingredients that they put in it to fatten the chicken up. It's soy, it's gluten, it's all these other things. So all these people that have like, uh, oh, Dishes. one of them was like beef stock too. Yeah, right. yeah. So I'm like, okay, so you think you are eating this white meat, but you might be allergic to soy, you might have a gluten intolerance, mm-hmm. and you don't want to eat red meat. Yeah. So 
All yeah. this right. shit that you think you're getting, you're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah. So crazy, you know man. that was just something like, mm-hmm. but we don't think about that. And you know, I get a lot of people that it's so funny. I always ask my my speeches are all about Q and A. I don't want nobody to sit and hear a lecture of me. Yeah, right. It's I fucking boring. Like, ask me the question. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna answer each one of y'all directly. But it always happens where people are nervous. They don't want to mm-hmm. ask the question. So afterwards, yeah. I had a lady. In fact, I take it back. She actually got there late. So she missed my speech. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I came to hear you speak. She's like, I've had cancer um, twice. She said the first time, you know, I had the radiation. The doctor, you know, he put me back on, you know, he wanted me to eat more meat, get my protein up. I'm like, you know, I'm letting her finish her story. I'm like, oh, man, that's that's, that's crazy. And like. She's like, yeah, and then the second time I had it, you know, we went through the surgery, went through radiation. He still wanted me to eat more meat. And he's like, uh, he's like, she's like, I'm just so scared to leave my kids, you know, like I, I you know, and I'm, 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 I feel that shit, you know. Yeah. Before I even had kids, I always had a soft spot for kids, and you know, we started bonding. It was a great conversation, and I like, I like to hear people's story because I tell everybody you gotta actively listen. For people that are activists and they want to like get a message across, I'm like, you gotta actively listen to people. That's a good point. If 100%. somebody comes to you and they're like, you know, I want to be vegan for my health, and you start going, well, you know, the animals are getting fucked up over there. <laughs> you lost them. Right. You lost yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Now you can get to the animals eventually, but you gotta listen. You got you gotta help them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And then they'll see the bigger picture later on. I start off with health reasons, but now. Right. Don't come to me about no animal shit, cause I'm gonna be like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not supporting that. I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah. riding a horse. I'm not riding no camel. I'm not doing none of this shit. I'm not swimming with the dolphins. Right. I'm not doing none of it. <laughs> ah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Word. beforehand, I didn't have a clue. Yeah. But I had to get there. So you know, we go through the whole thing, and um, she was like, "What's, what's your advice for me?" And the only reason why I say I, I was able to talk to her like this, this was an event in Charlotte, North Carolina. And the only reason why I was able to talk to this because I actively listened to her. Yeah. And I, I, I heard everything she had to say about her kids, her health. And I said, well, you know, it just comes down to, you know, you know, who's your best friend, really? She's like, who's your best friend? Because she was like, I want to go vegan. I'm just so scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I mean, you tried all the other stuff out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. You know. Right. And she's like, yeah, I know, but I'm just so scared. I was like, okay, well, well who's your best friend? She goes, well, it's, uh, you know, my friend, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, okay. Are are they good with kids? She's like, yeah, they're, they're pretty good with kids. I was like, okay, cool. So have you decided who you want your kids to live with? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, if you don't want to change and you already are scared, you already said if you keep down this path, you're not going to make it. Damn. Who you want your kids to go with? And she started tearing up immediately. Oh. Wow. And she go, she's like, thank you. She's like, I never looked at it like that. I was like, yeah. Because if, if you said that you know what the doctor's telling you is not going to fucking work and you know it's going to kill you, but you're scared to change that, what plans have you made? I know, mm-hmm. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, yeah. and I only talked to her like that because we had a 20-minute conversation and I actively listened right. to what her trauma was what was going to help her change now if she would have been talking about i got cancer this and that and i would have been like do you know what fucking happens to cows when they get milked right she's like what the fuck are you talking about exactly you know what i'm saying so i think we got to actively listen man and that goes with anything Mm -hmm. any relationship you're in like yeah whether you're trying to help somebody that's a friend somebody else online like i'd never go to somebody else's page and like 
if I I got we all do. We work in an industry where everybody's not fucking vegan. hundred percent. We got man. friends that are not fucking vegan. Hundred percent. I'm not going to their page like, what the fuck are you posting that meat for? I know, man. Like, <laughs> like man. oh, you fucking asshole. I get so <laughs> many people that send me other people's posts. Right. Stop sending me that shit. Yeah, I'm not going to comment. I saw your post on about it. the other day. Yeah. You said stop tagging me and shit. Stop to do with me. <laughs> stop tagging me and shit that has shit to do with <laughs> so me. So true. Nothing. And then like on the other side, there's a lot of people trying to get clout too. Mm-hmm. And that's why they tag you. So when people go to your tag photos, they're like, oh, Toby's in a part of this? Like Toby mm-hmm. has nothing to do yeah. with this organic uh <laughs> cocaine field out here you know whatever yeah. the fuck it is like <laughs> you're like dude i have nothing to do with I that i get vegan stuff all day and different pages and stuff all day right, man. right and then they're hoping that the people that that your tribe because i hate to say followers they they hope that your tribe see your tag photos and then yeah they get some cloud out of it so i'll t- I, i'm gonna put it out there people that tag me and shit that i'm not a part of i have a little secret that i do I hide your tags so nobody can see the shit but you and me. Wow. Ta-da. That's so, clever. I'm going to do that shit. That's pretty good. And this is yeah. what, and, and the reason why I do that is because, all right, if you're going to tag me in it, all your followers and your tribe are going to see me tagged in it and they're going to click on it. Mm-hmm. But the people on my page, they're not. Mm-hmm. So you're actually losing on that sense. Wow. Stop tagging people. I've never, I've never did a shout for shout or, you know, like, Hey man, if you shout me out, I'll shout you out. Or a follow for follow. Like people ask me in the DMs all the time. Oh, yeah. oh, Messages God, like dude. that. Like, like I, I get it, man. Social media can be like this platform to build, but build it organically. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. shit. The three of us linked up through social media. Totally. True. True. But it wasn't because I was like, hey, bro. Right, you right. Do a it happened shout very for shout? No, you man. Know, like, right. He came to my show. That was so cool, man. Yeah. That was oh, shit, I have a damn blast. In Orange County. Wow. He didn't even know I was there. He didn't even that know I was crazy. there. That was funny. I know. I come backstage afterwards. He was like, you fucking came. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. That was your awesome, Your son man. was there. Yeah, like, man. Cool. Your son, like, he nice. went, like, crowd surfing, too, yeah, that night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, it was so crazy. I was like... Was that, like, your first punk that show? That was my first one. Wow. That was yeah. my first one. Probably my only one, but it was the first one. <laughs> and my last one. <laughs> no, no, I'd definitely do that shit again. You were out there for some expo or something, right? You in Orange yeah, County? I was there yeah, for yeah. Expo West at the time. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, yeah, man, I got time. I'll come through. It was awesome. He's like, he's like, no, for real, come through. I'm like, dude, I'm coming. Like, it was awesome. if I say I'm coming, I'm coming. Right. That was and, great. Uh, no, I had a blast, man. But, like, you know, like, I just think. I think that people need to just kind of like have an impact and live by example. Mm. Like 100%. social media is dope. Mm-hmm. But if you, I love when people send my page off to somebody like, Hey, go look at this dude. Badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But to them, I'm a mythical creature that took steroids in order for me to be in shape. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For the record, I've never taken steroids. <laughs> I will never take steroids. I was born a crackhead. I don't need any more drugs. I'm good. Mm. So that's always been my my thing. Like I, I don't want to go down that road because if I start, I I have a very addictive personality. I don't even want to start that. Yeah. But for people that don't know me, they see that and I get it. They're like, dude, they didn't do that for real, or he's cheating, or he yeah. had meat, or something, whatever it is. So if you want to change the people around you, you gotta be the example. Be by example, man. You gotta be that's the happy, healthy, energetic, loving. A compassionate, empathetic person that you want them to be. Hundred percent. You man. can't yeah. be the hateful, fucked up mm-hmm. asshole, <laughs> and then be like, "Why aren't y'all more loving?" Right. Yeah, 
You see that shit daily. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you surround yourself with, man. People, pe- people lift you up. You know what I mean? Positive yeah, people. Oh, no it's really, doubt. it's really important, man. Especially in these times. Yeah. Especially. And 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 for anybody listening, don't be afraid to get away from energy suckers. Like I don't yeah. give a fuck if it's your mm. mom. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck if it's your mom, your significant other. Like talk it out if you want to. Right. But if you see they not gonna change after the fiftieth talk, it's your fault. Yeah. It's your fault that you're still there and they're basically not treating you like you are a a benefit to their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to be okay with stepping away. Mm-hmm. We got to. Like a lot of times we're like, man, I, I just I'm en- not- energy suckers. What's that? People that suck the energy out of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah. dude. I man, yeah. I am um, and I I wish some of my people were here right now to tell you. But any of my close friends, they will tell you, I will drop a motherfucker in five seconds. You could be, I could have grew up with you. You could be literally blood. Like my blood mother who had me, and it's not because of what happened at birth and all that stuff and trying to sell me. We had a relationship growing up. We did. But it's shit she did later on in life. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to her in probably 10 years. Wow. And I, and, and I don't, and this is the thing too. When you separate from them people, you don't do it out of malice and hate and and revenge. It's like, no, I just can't have you in my life. Right. Yeah, like man. people think cancer is only inside the body. The cancer can be on the outside too. Mm-hmm. And it's stress will kill you faster than the food. Yeah. And if you stressed out with the person you supposed to be loving, mm-hmm. whether it's a family or friend, that's just gonna kill you. Agreed. And you're not living mm-hmm. life. And I, I man, it's been times literally I'll just meet somebody. And I'm like, man, it was nice meeting you. Right. They're like, hey, can I get your number? Nah, I don't think that's a good idea. No, that's, you know, like I just, nah, that's cool. That's, you know, I just, if right. I don't feel an energy, yeah, I'm good, man. Like I'm, both of y'all, when we met, energy, boom, totally. man, let's go. Like, hey, what are we going to do today? You wanna, Hey, man, no, I hope true. I got time to catch up with y'all. Yeah. It's just been crazy, but. Instant connect, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instant connect. You know energy. Like yeah. people ignore it so much. They they ignore the energy around them because or they become numb to it as well. Or, yeah, like you're saying, people end up getting into these cycles where it's hard for them to get out of. You know, yeah. they're just trapped. I think with this age too, which was a part of every age, but I think social media has really made it a part of that. Mm. People are afraid to be the bad guy. Mm. Like we all the bad guy in somebody's story. Totally. You are. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck how good you try to be. The Dalai Lama <laughs> is a dick to somebody. Somebody thinks Dalai Lama is a dick. Like, right. sorry. Like, it just, it's flat out. True. Somebody does. Yeah, like, literally. Right. I've, I've had vegans. They'll be like, it'd be cool if he was a vegan. Like, I'm like, I just said, he had a great fucking quote. He just saved 800 lives. Be cool if he was vegan, though. Like, dude, like. It's never enough, man. It's yeah. never enough. So you got to take care of you, man. Like, at the end of the day, you got to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Yes, bless the world. Yes, do as least amount of harm as you can. But if you're doing the least amount of harm you can, but you're still fucked up, yeah, your your work is not going to be as impactful as you think it's going to be. Mm. And so we got to take care of ourselves, man. We got to. Yeah. You know, people like, oh, it's my life. It's this and that. I was like, no, no, no. Even if you don't have kids yourself, if you got a niece, a nephew, a kid down the street right. that looks up to you, you got a responsibility. You might not want you might not want it. You might not ask for it, but you got it. Yeah. And they looking at you because they think about how we grew up. It's not the same as much today, but it's still there. 
everybody in our neighborhood, we all had that older kid. We were like, that's him or that's her. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> you know, I want to be that cool. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? Like, we don't even think about it. Even if it was a, a, a action adult, we're like, oh, man, Mr. James over there is cool as hell, man. Yeah. I want to be like him. Or Mr. James is a fucking asshole, and I hope my ball doesn't end up in his damn yard because he's gonna take a knife and fucking right. let all the air out exactly. and then throw it back to me with the knife in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, we all see that. We all got a responsibility. They sure. all see what we're doing, and they all, and we just got a responsibility, man, to do better. Totally. And that's your whole mission with the movie and everything, right? Correct. Yeah, man. Like, my, my main goal of the movie is empowerment. I want people to understand that they possess the power to be great. Yeah. No matter what the industry tells you, no matter what the government tells you, no matter what your parents told you, because there's a lot of parents out there telling their people that they ain't shit. Let's be honest. It's a lot of parents crushing dreams. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't do this. You know how many motherfuckers told me I was crazy for like, (laughs) oh, man, I'm going to start a company on compassion. Fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, like, think about that. That's how crazy of a yeah. world we live in. Mm-hmm. That if you say, "Man, I want to, I want to start a company on compassion and love," why would you do that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you gotta be okay with, like I said, you gotta take care of you first. Right. You know what I'm saying. It's so many people out there not living their passion. So many. I agree. Right. So I agree. many. Yeah. Like I did it. I did it. I was there, but I would always say, even when I was had other jobs i worked on my passion at night mm-hmm. and when i got out there work shit i, I kind of admit it i hate to admit it i was at the job working on my passion <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'm gonna use your internet and your printer today thank you totally. i appreciate it like, <laughs> it was to the point my last job before i went 100 percent into badass vegan i had already started it the llc and my my actual like supervisor like top supervisor I'm walking around handing out flyers for badass vegan to wow. everybody, right? At their desk and everything. He's like, he calls me to the office. He's like, John, what the fuck is this? I was like, oh, man. And like in my head, I'm like, yeah, dude, you knew about this. Badass vegan. I told you about my company. He's like, <laughs> he's like, but you're passing out flyers. I was like, oh, you didn't get one? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like and, and it clicked that like he didn't approve, but I wasn't going to let him get me. Like, I was still right. like, nah, man, you knew I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's cool. I was like, I didn't print this at work. I printed it. I paid for it. I had them made. I brought it to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's whatever. You, you, you're you not going to stop this goal. Like, when I leave here, I'm going right back to my passion. Now, you can support it or you can tell me to stop. But I guarantee you, I'm still going to let everybody know everything I'm doing, everything that's going on. It's cool. But I'm going to give you 100% when I'm here. But when I leave, I have to do that. So I always say the quote, don't quit your day job. It didn't mean that you sucked at your actual passion. It meant keep your day job until your passion pays off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. people miss that. Like, it's don't quit your point. day job. Right. Yeah. Okay. Don't. Like, don't yeah. fucking go right. broke. And like, I, I don't want y'all to. That's how to be. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want people to hear this and be like, yeah, badass. You can tell me to quit my job and fuck everything. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, Work your passion no matter what. It's going to be sometimes you're going to have to stay up till midnight, two, three in the morning. Fuck it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. got to do that until you get to that point. Yeah. And and your passion, I always tell people, your passion, you'll know your passion when you realize that there may not ever come a day where it'll pay off. Mm-hmm. And you'll still fucking do it. 
Right. Sure. That's your passion. Mm-hmm. Like so true. music. Yeah. If it never if you never got a payday, you would still fucking be doing that. You'll, yeah, you want the payday. But yeah. <laughs> like hundred percent, man. You'll still yeah. do it. Yeah. Like health, fitness, compassion, loving people, making people empower themselves. That's my fucking passion. Like I get a thrill out of somebody like, yo, man, I watched your video and that shit just changed my life. And I and I I'm quick to tell people like, I didn't change shit. Mm-hmm. You did the work. Yeah. I just reminded you that you could do it. Like right. I don't I love want that. the credit for the shit. Right. I just want you to realize you got this shit. Yeah. And that's what the film is. Like I want you to realize it's always been there. Mm-hmm. It's just people steered you away from your true self. Yeah. And once you're happy that. and healthy, you could be broke as fuck and be happy and healthy. Right. I tell you all the time. It was, I lived out of my car for a year. Wow. And I was happy as fuck. I had a gym <laughs> membership. I had a shower in the gym. Damn. I kept going to the gym. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I just want people to be empowered more than anything. Yeah, I love that. I feel, like, I feel like all your posts and everything you do is, is this, like, I like your um your vegan approach, too. It's, in, it's uh lead by example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And inspire people. Yeah. It's not preachy. It's not shoving shit down your throat. Nah. None of that. Way, and, no. and I'm real about it. I'm like, yo, dude, I done done some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know I did fucked up shit so you can understand you can change too. Right. Yeah. Like I was a butcher. I was literally a butcher. My wow. best friend, the one that got his throat slit, mm-hmm. he got me the job there. Wow. We were butchers together and we're oh, both vegans man. right now. Wow, wow man. In fact, we're, I'll, I'll put it out there. We actually started up. We're, uh, we're, we're getting everything together by uh, the first of the year. We started a, a company called the 40 year old vegans. Nice. And it's like, we're going to do podcast. Love- yeah. Like, Funny podcast. Nobody's done that before, man. Before yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're doing that, and like, but we we were there. We yeah. grew up in the hood. I was a butcher. My family owns the number one barbecue restaurant chain in all of Arkansas and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Wow. I done it. I sold drugs. I what what else? What what you want to do? Only thing I ain't done is murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I done <laughs> done every fucked up thing you could think of. Wow. But I came full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's inspiring. And it's everybody can't. I think a lot of times people think I've gone so bad for so long, I can't make up for what I did. And it's like you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't make up for what you did, but you can damn sure go forward and make sure you never do that shit again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I love that, man. you can't. You can't make up for what you did. Like right. some of us did some fucked up shit. Yeah. I was a playboy. I did a lot of shit, man. You, any, you know what I'm saying? Like you have any regrets? Yeah. You said, do I have any regrets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not really man that's awesome I, it, like if i ever hurt somebody i didn't want to do that but me hurting them then right kept me from hurting tens of thousands later yeah you know what i'm saying that's like true. i i if anybody's listening to this and they see that or they see what i'm doing now and they're like that motherfucker when i knew him he did this i'm sorry mm-hmm. but I can promise you that what I did to you, I'll never do it to somebody else again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it was me fighting in the streets, whether it was me just being a fucking man, dog, asshole. Yeah. Or me just being a, I, I used to be an asshole. Like I still got it in me. Like <laughs> I, I could be an asshole from time to time. It's like my best friend again. He'll tell you. <laughs> I used to have to say in it. My saying was, I don't give a fuck. Like literally him and he's we're we're literally like yin and yang Mm -hmm. he's the darker side of me okay and every time now and then he'll be like 
bro, you you can't do that. And I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. Like, mm. that was my my motto. Like, literally, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And he's like, yeah, you should probably give a fuck. Like, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, man, like, I, I, I don't have any regrets, man. Yeah. Whether it's me cursing out my fucking coach right. and losing it. Yeah. Whether it's me selling pounds of weed to the point where I forgot I was riding my mother around with me and dropped her off at home and go to clean out my trunk and I find like three pounds in my trunk. Like, oh shit. Like, uh, yeah, I should have not been doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like all that, like all that, like it's what it was, man. Like I, 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 I felt the darkness had to, take me to where I needed to be. Yeah. I had to have an edge. I had to. And then so crazy. I was just in Tulum for my birthday. Um, I did like this meditation. I was like, you know, I, I wanted to wait till 45, but I was like, I, I kind of feel 44 is like it. I need to go do this. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I met up with the shaman over there and I did like this, you know, um, this, uh, what does he call it? I'm sorry. Um, hypnotic kind of like ritual. Yeah. And he was like, I want you to go in thinking, what are you going to ask, you know, as you go in? What do you want to find out? What do you want to find out? And this is crazy. Like this, I was a non-believer before this shit, like yeah. hypnosis and ritual. Not not rituals, because I believe in it. I just never would do it. And I guess when you get older, you just kind of, yeah, fuck it, you know, let's go. And I always <laughs> feel like I got these demons in me. Like I've put them at bay, but I always feel like there's some more that I can get rid of. Mm. So that's what that was like one of my biggest things going in. And like you don't tell them, you don't tell the shaman what you're yeah. Cuz it's it's right. for you. So that was one of my things. So the funny thing is as you're going into it, you're 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 thinking like truth, love, release. Like it's like these three words you keep yeah. saying to yourself to kind of get in the mode. And I'm going through it and uh I'm sitting there for like for a minute I'm like, oh. I don't think this shit's working. Like, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Like, literally, I'm kind of like, huh? Because I'm, I'm, you're laying down. You're like in a, if you know yoga, a shavasana corpse. So you're like yep. you're sitting there, like in this like relaxed state. And I'm like, I don't think this shit's working. I don't think this shit's working. Then I realized I've been saying that for 20 minutes. I was out and I came back. Whoa. And I'm like, holy shit. And like everything I saw started popping in my head. And what stuck out to me, which was fucking crazy to this day, like it's gonna definitely be like one of my next tattoos. I'm ca- <laughs> it's, it's gonna say the summit, cause in my head that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So I had an African elder, like chief, mm-hmm. and I had a Native American elder, like chief, which I have both in my family. Wow. And and we're sitting there, you know, like the movie Troy. Remember Troy when mm-hmm. they were like going to battle, but they had these camps where everything was chill. It, it, isn't it weird? Like nobody invaded camps. Like war was like this <laughs> traditional thing. Like you didn't invade the camp. You, when it was time to go to war, you met on the battlefield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So we're at this camp and I'm looking in the background. I see nothing but native Americans and Africans literally in their traditional garb, everything, but they're in this one unity. Like everybody's talking, laughing, joking. And we're in this hut slash teepee. Now, mind you, I know people are going to hear this like, wow, that's crazy. But literally, <laughs> this is what's going on as I'm under. And I was like, yeah, man, I just I just want to get rid of these demons, man. I just feel like I got a couple more left. 
And when I tell, like, I, every time I start talking about, it, I start tearing up. Like I'm like I feel it Damn. now. Wow. And they said, John, you don't even have any demons left. You just like to keep them for an edge because you think it's what you need. Mm. Wow. And that shit, like just thinking about it now, like, damn. And it's heavy. like if you think about, you know, toxic masculinity. Like we mm. feel like we gotta have this. I gotta have this demon because I'm this happy, smiley, vegan motherfucker. Mm. And if I come across too soft, somebody's gonna mm. try to test me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right, I, right. they're like, they've been gone. You just like to act like you still got them. And I'm wow. sitting here like, fuck. Wow. Like, That's deep. Yeah. So and, deep. And, and and again, it's probably my subconscious telling me, but mm-hmm. it's this vision I'm having. And like, mm-hmm. and they're telling me, they're like, we're so proud of you. We see everything you're doing. You keep going. We know where your heart is. Don't let nobody deter you. You keep going. And like, I'm sure it was more in there, but at 20 minutes and like the colors were just so vibrant. Yeah. It was like, it was like being in the movie Avatar. <laughs> Cause the colors were just yeah. bouncing. And so I went there That's with amazing. a guy, I went there with somebody else. And so I went first. Cause I was like, look, if you have a traumatic experience, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I was like, let me go first. <laughs> like, Cause they tell you like, you can go under and you could literally have demons in there and you might be tossing, turning, right. you know, whatever. And I'm like, let me go first. And then that way, if it doesn't work for you, I'm, I'll still go. So, his was actually different, and I and I woke up. I never I never forget when I came out of mine. I opened my eye and I felt like this teardrop. I'm like, damn, like, what's going on? And I sat up. I had a couple of tears. So my friend that did it, he went through it, and um, he came out. I saw him wipe his eyes when he came out, and when he sat up, I'm talking about like flowing tears, damn. not like a cry, but just like, mm-hmm. and so. He asked him, because when you're the other person there, you're just their safe haven. You can't, I can't say anything to him. In fact, like he, he warned us, like, don't give eye contact because a lot of times while you're under, you'll look for somebody to save you while you're in there. And he's like, don't look at him. So when I, I remember when I came to, I'm like looking at him and he's like, like looking over the corner, like trying not to look at me. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like I'm good. Like he's he's like, like trying to avoid eye contact, like a kid in trouble. So when he came out, you know, I made sure I looked away. I didn't look at him. And so the shaman goes like, uh, he's like, oh, you're crying. He's like, why are you crying? He's like, I, I honestly have no idea. Wow. <laughs> he didn't know. Mm-hmm. But he explained his experience. He said, he said, honestly, it was peaceful. He said, I was going down this river on a float. And on the left and right of the river, I see people from my past and my present, dead and alive, but everybody's at peace. He said, nobody's frowning, nobody's mm. smiling, nobody's crying, nobody's laughing, mm-hmm. but I just felt peace. And he said the colors, and it was the same thing I experienced. He's like, the colors coming off the water mm-hmm. were just luminescent and just color. That's amazing. And he, now mind you, I came out, because you got a little buzz when you come out of this, like you, you still, I was good because I was, you know, he was like, yeah, and I, I know I was only under for like two or three minutes. I was like, bro, you were down for like 20 minutes i don't know what the fuck you talking about <laughs> he was like wait what i was like oh yeah because he was telling me he's like yeah you were going for like 20 minutes and like i remember like holding her hands like we lit like we literally held hands while we're talking yeah, while i'm talking right. to the elders and like in my head i just had this word summit that came to me like it was like we had the summit mm-hmm. and i got so much clarity out of it man like so you that's know, amazing, I, don't even, man. I don't even know how the fuck we Incredible got to that subject, experience. but I had to talk about no, that. No, that's like, great. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a... But the toxic masculinity, I think that's where I got to it. Like, mm. 
you know, we 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 taught like you got to be hard from from a kid, yeah. from a baby. Like mm-hmm. my son, I have to watch myself, like when he's crying. You know, like when I want to be like, hey man, stop crying. But I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Like you got to express yourself at the same yeah, time. Totally. My thing, I always tell him, I was like, cry because you're in pain. Don't just cry because you want something. And that's my biggest thing. Like right. I I try to keep him from being that spoiled kid. Like yeah, cry. But make sure it's pain or regret or hurt. Don't cry because your iPad got taken away. Right. From you. <laughs> like, <laughs> cut that shit out. Right. But you know, yeah, I understand. Yeah. You know, like yeah, like you you're in pain. Something hurt. It it that you know you totally. gotta do it. So because I'm a crier. I am. I I know I'm a crier. Me too, I can, man. I can cry. Super emotional. I'll admit that I am as well. Yeah, yeah, super emotional, man. Yeah, yeah. I am. Bro. But you know what's crazy? I really don't cry for myself. Right. I cry mm-hmm. when I see other people's stories. Exactly. That's amazing. Me too, man. Yeah, me, me too. Man. It's crazy. That is a like big I, difference. I don't know what yeah. that is. Like when it comes to me, I don't really. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Myself, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I can't lie. I will say things. this. I will say this. Last time I cried for myself was when I got my book deal. Mm. Oh. I was. I, I won't say numbers. I won't say. I won't. I'm not that guy. I won't say numbers, but I will say. That was fucking crazy the number I got. <laughs> like yeah. like like crazy to the point like my life changing kind of. Like yeah, like wow. my agent that's working the film for us, he was like, "Dude, I got I got clients with millions of followers that only got a it's little my- bit over what you got mm-hmm. for your book deal." He's like, "That's crazy." It was to the point where I never forget I finally got the email I was in the mountains of like North Carolina. Um, took the kids up there to like just kind of relax. Like I don't, I'm not religious. I don't celebrate holidays, but it was around one of the holidays, and I was like, all right, let's go. Let's just let's, <laughs> let's just relax. You know what I'm saying? So I found a YMCA, and of course I'm gonna go work out. I'm fucking going to work out. Mm. I go work out, and there's no reception though. I have no. I'm in the mountains, and so the which is so crazy. A lady working at the desk recognize me it was like wow like it's been crazy man like like which is good is good and bad you know yeah and so when i finally said my name she was like oh my god i knew that was you but i was like what the fuck is he doing in north carolina in the mountains like <laughs> and i was like i'm asking myself the same thing like really it wasn't my idea to come here <laughs> but i'm here like so as i'm leaving the guy's like you know we got wi-fi if you want to use them like, oh, okay cool so i click on the wi-fi as i'm walking out my email is going crazy. Like I'm getting all these alerts Yeah, and I'm still in the parking lot. So the Wi-Fi is working and I open up the email and I see from my book agent, she's like, uh, well, I got good news. Now, mind you, I, I backtrack. I got approached for a book three years ago. Sound like a great book. It was a great book. Amazing company. These, this company is successful as hell. Mm-hmm. Like if you go on Amazon, these motherfuckers got, New York Times bestsellers. Wow. They offered me $2,000 for a book. Dang. $2,000. Wait. The kicker, no royalties. What? Come on, man. But that's how they make their killing. And it made me Mm. think about the record industry. Yeah. How these these kids are so excited to get a record deal, and some adults, so excited to get a record deal that they just sign it. Right. And they get nothing for nothing, it, dude. Yeah. but they got this number one album yeah. mm-hmm. and it looks great to everybody else. And everybody's like, well, why is he broke? It's like, well, cause the deal sucked exactly. and he just wanted a deal. 
Two grand, so, no royalties. Damn, it's crazy. Two grand, no royalties. And so I remember, I was like, man, I do want a book. And they're like, well, we, we promote you. We do all this. We do everything. And you have a number one best-selling book. So when you go for your next book, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So mind you, fast forward to, you know, back in December when I, I got the deal, I'm reading it, and my agent's like, I have amazing news. Penguin Random House, which is the number one fucking book yeah. in a company, I mean, in the world. It's massive. They gave you an offer of this. And I read amazing. that shit, and immediately in my car, I'm like, Fuck yeah. Fuck all you motherfuckers that didn't believe in me. Fuck you. Fuck your friends. Fuck your parents. Fuck everybody that didn't believe in me. Wow. Like, cause I, 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 it was a release. Like, like right. I said, like a lot of people that don't know me, they're going to think this is an overnight thing. This has been 20 fucking years in the making. Like I've been yeah. on this mission for 20 years, like nonstop. And so I'm hype. I am fucking on cloud nine, but I'm like, damn right. Damn right. Never give up on yourself. You fucking keep going. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Like, I'm man. big on talking to myself like that, though. Right. Like, yeah. And so I go to FaceTime my mom, and it's ringing. I'm like, I can't wait to fucking tell my mom. Yeah. As soon as she picks up, I fucking break down. Uh, Damn. Because it's my mom. Yeah, yeah man. Like, and like, she's been through everything yeah. with me. Like, wow. the number one supporter. Like, mm. never went vegan a day in her life. Don't even fucking want to go vegan. <laughs> uh-huh. That's my mom, too. But, but she tells everybody about me. Yeah, she right. tells so proud. everybody what right. I'm doing, how fucking great I am, how Dope. good I'm doing. And so, mind you, as a mom, I'm calling her bawling, crying, right? And I can't, it's like, as a kid, when you were in trouble and you were trying to talk and yeah. you can't get the words out. Totally. So she's like, baby, what's wrong? And I'm like, it's okay. Ma. Huh? And she's like, what, what, what? I'm trying to get it out. And finally I get it out. Like it happened. Mm-hmm. And she, and she, and so finally we're laughing. We're getting, and she made me cry again on the call because she told me, so mind you, remember she adopted me at birth right. and like, so you got to think about it. And I never thought about this until that moment all the family and friends and colleagues that told her like you don't want to take in this crack baby like mm-hmm. what are you thinking you're 40 mm. years old you know what i'm saying and she said she said on the on the facetime right there she said i knew from day one you were going to be great mm. but it would have killed me if you would have been great and i wasn't there to see it yeah and that yeah. shit and, and again powerful, i'm like man. mom i just stopped crying right. shit yeah. fuck That's and that amazing. shit hit me man it's like you know, like I, I tell people, like man, like you gotta keep going. If mm-hmm. don't nobody ever fucking believe in you, yeah, man, you believe, yourself. man. Yeah, just keep I fucking believing. Like you gotta believe. Like mm-hmm. you gotta be the superhero. I just made a post. I said, if you're not the superhero in your story, you're the villain. If you're not the super the superhero in your own story, yeah, you are mm-hmm. the fucking villain. You are you are cutting yourself down. You are detrimenting your, your progress. You are the one keeping yourself back. Totally. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. Like, don't get me wrong. And I, and, and as the caption in the, and you know, and I'll, I might write something in the post, but I always go through a dissertation. I know I do. I, I, it's my in the, bad. In the caption, too much, yeah. As y'all have probably figured that out. <laughs> but I was like, look, I was like, the world is going to do a good job of kicking your ass. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need your help. It I doesn't. Right. Yeah, you don't need that. your help. Nah, like you don't need to help point. them out. Like right. you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. coming to kick your ass. Like, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. There's a there's a Buddhist belief that I I got a tattoo here that like is a tribute to it. And like I said, I'm not religious at all, but you know, things just stick out to you. 
and I've always been like real receptive around me, like energy, like what we talked about, like this whole yeah. thing I did with the meditation, it, it's heightened it even more, but I've always been receptive. And one thing I learned is, is that they have a quote, which is a truth. They have the noble truths that they live by. Uh, and one of them is called Dukkha. And that stuck out to me is D-U-K-K-H-A. Okay. And what Dukkha means is suffering. And the premise behind that is that if you understand that no matter how good of a person you are, no matter how amazing you are, you are still going to fucking suffer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then you can actually be happy. Because you're not sitting there like, well, why just happened that. to me? Yeah. What's yeah. going on with me? Like, I've been a good person. This right. shouldn't happen to me. It's like, no, no, no. Your suffering is a part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you recover is what makes you. You're going to suffer. I don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah. Like, it's been shown. I don't care how much money you got. Totally. I don't care how much status you got. I don't care what's going on. You could be with the love of your life. There's going to be a suffer nah, involved. No I agree, man. And so once I learned that, man, I was just like, my life changed. Like, well, why the fuck am I worried about shit being fucked up? It's going to yeah. be fucked up regardless. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying you, and, and, and it even talks about it. It's how you maneuver through right. it. Right. It doesn't yeah. say that you don't feel pain. It's not that you don't uh, have remorse. It's just you don't live in it. Right. It go through yeah. it. You It runs its course. Mm-hmm. You're out. You got to move on to the solution now. Yeah. I got to go to the bathroom. Go, pee. No, go for it. I, I'm like, I've been trying to like... Nah, well, what, what, is, what, is, so what is the book called and when's it coming out? It's actually called, believe it or not, Badass Vegan. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> they they actually bought this shit. They, that's, wow, that's crazy. They fucking With those bought, words in there too and yeah, it's amazing. They bought Badass Vegan, man. Wow, dude. So it's called Badass Vegan, How to Get Your Life Right. Okay. Um, and that's coming out this year? No, 2022. Uh, so I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the process of finishing up now. I should be done writing it by June. And then you got a biography. What is it? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a guide. Okay. So we talk about me, my journey to veganism, talk about how other people can be vegan. Yeah. But my biggest premise also is how to stay vegan. Mm. I don't think nobody's talking about that. Yeah. They're not talking about when you go to your uncle's house and he got that barbecue you've been eating for 40 years. (laughs) And that shit start calling you. Yeah. Like, how do you do it? How do you stay mm. with it? You know, like, it's, you got to have a bigger calling than your taste buds sometimes. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, we go through, like, the premise, what is veganism, how it got here, showing that, like, veganism really is a whitewashed name that was labeled to something that's been going on since the beginning of time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. really, it, it's you been know. around. It's been here for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you got you mean to tell me you don't think it was people in Africa not <laughs> eating animals? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like you, you thought this India was new? too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. India, yeah, China, or Asia as a whole. You know, like mm-hmm. like Indian culture. Like now, I'm not talking about the people that Christopher Columbus fucking <laughs> accidentally found a land and was like, oh, they look like the Indian people. We mm-hmm. call them Indians, not yeah. those. There's yeah. Native Americans or whatever they decide to be called. I'm yeah. not gonna give them a name. Like, even then, so yeah. like, even in my movie, we went uh, to the Native American land where they don't even let you come on. And we got to interview people there. And the lady I was interviewing, she was like, yeah, we're a plant-based culture. Wow. It's just the stories. They try to make you think that mm-hmm. we're like this. We're slaughtering all our animals. Like, yeah, 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 even in Indian culture, if you have a cow, 
you're an idiot if you kill your cow. I had yeah, a, I'll sacred. never forget. I was, I was talking to an Indian elder. And he was telling me, he was like, you kill your cow, you're stupid. Your wow. cow does everything for you. Mm-hmm. It gives you your milk. I mean, they drink milk, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it gives yeah. you your milk. We, they even have these things. They use the cow dung as like scouring pads to clean their house. Wow. Because guess what it does? It actually deters uh, other animals from coming in the houses. Wow. So cow so, poop. Exactly. Wow. The, clean the cow house. chips. Crazy. The cow chips. So yeah. it's like your cow, it, it, it fertilizes your land for you to you grow your cops. It, yeah. You don't kill your cow. Mm-hmm. When they say cash cow, they're <laughs> yeah. not saying because you killed it. It's like, no, your cash cow is basically helping you to yeah. stay afloat. Totally. You don't kill it. Yeah. But fucking, you know, European culture is like, hey, you know what? Let's kill everything. Like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> kill it. Like, <laughs> like, oh, what should we do with this over here? I don't know. Kill it. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's what they so do. It's a lot of uh, slaughtering, uh, a lot of sacrificing of animals, you know, in, the, in any type of historical sense of Europe. Uh, I've just been fascinated by this whole mythological time period uh in history with uh mythology and greek mythology and, and since so many things are <laughs> yeah I, I had to oh my god uh there's been so many things that i realized that are functioning because of that mm-hmm. base of our society the way that we live democracy the whole idea of everything is really based around um a lot that's coming from greek mythology oh, and yeah. that whole background so when you look at that, it's it's fascinating. I mean, there's so many sacrifices like of animals and everything that goes and on. And humans. And humans. And humans. Not all the time, but it's the similarity. I mean, since it's so old, it, it, it reflects on so many different types of religions where they're almost so similar. Oh, you know, oh so, my God. The stories... Like- um, a you lot can't of, talk to that to a, you can't talk to a lot of people about that though. You can't say how religions are similar because they they uh, just they go into a, it's, 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 mm, I don't know, I, no knock on anybody because I, I believe I, and I'm gonna put this out okay. here. I have no knock on anybody for being religious no as way, long yeah. as it makes you the best fucking person that you can be. Absolutely. If you are a dick and you claim your religion, then I don't. We don't have a conversation. But if you literally are. Sh- you know, striving to be the best person you can be, loving other people, loving the world, loving, then all, but, but then I think, it made you better. I think what you said that was super important and very true and what I learned from my parents who were extremely religious, and I'm not the same way, but at the same time, they weren't hypocritical. They were living their life yep. the way that they felt, and I living by example, that had a big influence on me. Where I became a spiritual person, I understand what they're talking about, um, and, and, and all their, their knowledge that they gave came from th- just them doing yeah. what they do, what they're yeah. preaching, you know? Yeah. So that had a huge impact without them having to force it down my throat, you know, but I have a respect for all religions because of them and the exactly. fact that they weren't hypocritical. They were yeah. living their life, living by example, yeah. you know? By the way, I just want to shout out liquid death because fuck <laughs> this shit is good. Me- if you're so listening, them, that's I'm gonna you if up. you're listening, <laughs> I'm gonna let I, you I know up. a guy. I know a guy. I got you. <laughs> I know a guy. He can uh, I mean, help I you we, out there. I think we covered a lot. It's an hour and 55 minutes. It's, we covered a lot of stuff. Oh, my bad. No, 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 no. No, you're so. <laughs> what I like about all the guests is that the common theme is that everybody's super. They have the PMA. They're positive. I mean, you're, you're so focused. And 
and you can see yourself an optimist or pessimist you seem so positive maybe you're a realist i am optimistically pessimist okay <laughs> yeah like i realize how fucked up shit is and at the end of the day i'm still like it's gonna get better right like i see like i think people sometimes they think because again that you're this happy healthy person whatever you don't you don't see things the way they are. I'm like, no, I see it. Right. I just, it's not going to deter me though. Like, right. yeah. like, like just for like, I wish the world would love everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my head, I see the world loving everybody. Too. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fucking happen anytime soon. I yeah. won't be alive when it happens, me either. but I know that I have to start that locomotive train going down that track mm-hmm. yeah. now. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it gets there. Right. Like, I think that's one of humans' biggest problems is that we, if it ain't instant gratification, why the fuck am I going to do it? I'm not going to reap the mm-hmm, benefit right. from it. Then I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah. no, fuck that. Like, I want it. And I only want it to be about my kids. I just want generations, period. Yeah. Because yeah. I was on this before I had kids, before I even wanted kids. I didn't want kids for a long fucking time. Like, <laughs> long fucking time. Right. Like, long in case I didn't say but it. But he loves being a dad. He loves it. Oh, I love it. I love dude, it's <laughs> I don't it doesn't make or break a good person. I'm not gonna say that. You know, like it yeah. doesn't. But I will say, man, my kids have like gave me this like extra motivation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, man. Inspiration. Again, I don't want to raise assholes either. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want them to think that anything's given to them. Mm-hmm. I don't shit. I know this sounds crazy. I want my kids to suffer a little bit. I do. Mm-hmm. I want them to understand, like, I don't give a fuck what you are and who you are. Mm-hmm. Struggle. Right. It's going to be some times you're going to have to yeah. struggle. Duca. Don't right. forget Duca. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Duca, yeah. It's, it's going to fucking happen. happen. Yeah. I don't care what you think, how it's going to happen. It's it's some The universe it's has its own plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you and yeah, and I, I think that's what I think that's what helps people. If you're not able to adjust, your life is going to be shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care what plan you got. I mean, let's be honest. You love your career. Mm-hmm. You love your career. Yes. I love my fucking career. It still didn't go the way I planned it. No. Nah. And if I would have gave up because one fucking hiccup or 10 or let's be honest, probably 100 hiccups. Yeah. Then this wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to take the hiccups and be like, all right, shit's fucked up. Yeah. Guess what? Tomorrow or even later on the day, we got to still do this. It's yeah, got to yeah, happen. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's got to happen no matter what. So and you've been so focused and believing in yourself the whole time through everything, man. If I don't believe in not one motherfucker, I believe in John Lewis. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, dude. If I don't like, all my fuck ups, everything. Like mm-hmm. I fuck up, and I'm never like you, dumb son of a bitch. I'm like, hey, you fu-. like I'm one of those people. I will get in the mirror, and I'm like, you fucked up. Yeah, you know you fucked up. Yeah, come on now, you better than that. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like that's me. Like I, and even when I was 315 pounds, I would look in the mirror and be like, all right, <laughs> we don't like this shit. Yeah, but we gonna get out of this shit. Like, I've always right. been that I love way. That. I've always talked to myself. I think, like I said, you got to talk to yourself, man. You got to be the biggest too. promoter, man. Yeah, even man. when shit ain't going right, mm-hmm. even when you know you fucking up, you still got to be like, all right, you fucked up, but we can do better. Let's go. Yeah. Right, Let's right. go, man. You got this shit. Pump yourself up. Pat yourself on the back. Smack your own ass. Whatever yeah. it takes. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, hey, man, good shit. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Let's yeah, get this. Yeah, yeah. 
you got to do it, man. No, I love it, man. You have so much positivity and so inspirational talking to you and sitting down with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's awesome. Man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate man. your time. Yeah. Um, They're Killing Us might come out Juneteenth this year. Oh. Fingers yeah, crossed, crossed man. I'm dying but to again, see like I said, man, it took us four years to make it. So yeah, that's true. what's yeah. another couple months at this point? Like, yeah. I'm just like. I'm really, I, I'm, I'm definitely can't wait to see it. Yeah, I think me too. it's going to be wait. so important. Uh, you know, especially in the, the, I think in the black community, because it's always been, um, something that stood out to me a lot of times. Like, why is it that it's so difficult, uh, in the black community for people to change up their diet, to understand it or have that understanding Mm -hmm. of what it is, you know, that's being geared as cultural or like, this is my culture eating, you know, eating this way and preparing this type of food. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, a part of our history, you know, to realize that it is killing us, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and and not only black people, but just in general with other cultures as well, you know, like yeah. uh, this, this style of food and, and everything that's coming down and just being like, oh, it's culture, you know, and. But think about this. This is how, mm. this is how brainwashed and fucked up we become as a culture. Mm-hmm. You could tell somebody, you know what, man, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to get healthy and I'm going to change my life. And you'll literally have somebody like, man, what the fuck would you do that for? Like, that's how yeah. crazy I know. Yeah. people hear that. And they're like, oh, that's egotistical or that's stuck on yourself. Like, right. no, fucker. I want to live healthy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, why would you people, quit drinking? Why would right. you quit? Yeah. yeah right. Why would you? Oh, man. Like, I, I don't know about y'all. Like, I stopped drinking in 08. Okay. Mm-hmm. The amount of people that think like, you don't drink like, something wrong. Like yeah, like were you an alcoholic? I was like, no, nah, I just <laughs> didn't fucking like alcohol. Yeah, like right. I, I honestly didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm cheap as fuck, and that's just not that's just not cheap. Like it's not. <laughs> when did you, it's just, how long are you sober now? Oh, uh, it's been a year. I haven't even really thought okay. about it. You know, yeah, it's it's. it's, it's that's and that's the thing. Like I think people automatically think if you cut something out, you must have been on the other extreme. Right. It's yeah. like nah, just. And so I also started thinking too. As alcohol is perceived, it's perceived as like this kind of like pastime, depending on if somebody's born, what is usually around alcohol. If somebody dies, what's around Mm -hmm. alcohol. Mm -hmm. You got all these fucking liquor stores, all these liquor companies, they're smack dab in the motherfucking hood. Guess who? There's a liquor tax on the shit. So the neighborhood, the communities are getting taxed from the alcohol that's wow. basically destroying the community and they ain't giving shit back. Wow. Like when man. have you ever seen a scholarship fund from an alcohol company? <laughs> nah. Let's go nah. clean up the neighborhood. <laughs> right. None nah. of that shit. And it's destroying it. Destroying it. It's crazy the tax didn't even know that. It's wild. Yeah, and then the thing about this, you got some people that won't buy liquor in the hood, but they'll go like get it from somewhere else. It's like motherfucker, it's the same bank account. Right. So if you go buy it, mm. whether you go buy it in Beverly Hills or you buy that shit in Compton, mm. the dude that's getting fat off of that, he don't give a damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He don't care as long as you're buying it. It's true. It's the same thing. But then you got to start thinking, too. Where do you see your liquor stores? Right. You ain't going down to Beverly Hills and seeing a McDonald's. I don't even live here. But I guarantee you, if you go to fucking Beverly Hills, ain't no McDonald's, mm-hmm. ain't no cat, ain't no check cashing store, ain't no gun store, and it ain't no liquor store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you go to the other neighborhoods, and we actually talk about it in the movie. Right. 
there are more liquor stores. No, there are more gun stores in America than grocery stores. Wow. That's insane. And where are they predominantly placed? Yeah, it's crazy. In communities of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy, right? Yeah, man. It it just they're trying to kill us. Like, yeah. and the thing is, the people that are working in office right now, they didn't get the ball rolling, but they ain't doing shit to change it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the thing, you know, like people always give me shit like, nobody's out to kill you. Nobody's doing it. It's like, okay, look, they didn't start it, but they're not looking to change it either. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't care that's if it's the food, the guns, the alcohol, the pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Like we all know one pharmaceutical rep. I don't know what it is, but everybody knows one pharmaceutical rep, whether it's family, friend, colleague, mm-hmm. whatever. And I tell them, the pharmaceutical co- industry is a $3.2 trillion industry. $3.2 trillion. It's crazy. Trillion. They don't want to see healthy people. Now, don't get me wrong. Medicine is needed in a lot of cases. Like, I'm not going to say medicine is bullshit. Right. We do need medicine in some cases. But we don't need all the Lipitor all the fucking yeah. Viagra, mm-hmm. all the shit that's going on. So when I tell people this, I want you to do the math in your head. Like I take it back to Sesame Street and literally see the numbers dancing <laughs> as I tell you this shit. So you got 3.2 billion dancing over in the corner. And if I told you they don't want to see anybody healthy because take 10%, if 10% of the people that didn't necessarily have to take medication stopped taking the medication, the whole industry would implode. And people mm-hmm. are like, nah, man, that's, 10%. They wouldn't do shit. You know what 10% of $3.2 trillion is? What is it? That's $320 fucking million. Wow. Wow. That shit crazy. would go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I tell people, like, they don't want to, they're not necessarily are the ones that put it in motion, but they go to work every day and don't give a fuck. The person that's the pharmaceutical rep, that's your friend, your family. He goes to sell that shit. He knows what it is, mm-hmm. but he gets in his nice ass car, goes to his suburbs, he's in a nice ass house, mm-hmm. and he's chilling. And that's on the small end. He's mm-hmm. making this couple hundred grand a year. You talk about the motherfucker that's making the three point two trillion at the big Crazy, part. Man. Yeah. He don't want to see that shit at all. The person that's making two hundred thousand don't want to see it because he get paid. Yeah. He ain't taking the shit, but he's still selling it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And think about that. I always say that. It's just like when they say, don't get high off your own supply. Yeah. You think the CEO of McDonald's yeah, eat McDonald's? I just say that. Yeah. No. You think the CEO not. of the cigarette company smokes cigarettes? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. These motherfuckers no. like, put it out there for them. Fuck them. Right. Keep the bank account so fat. So crazy, man. And so you got to keep looking at that shit. And then you got to see, we found out. I don't know if it's giving away the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. We, like, we, we did so, like, we... We tackled so many topics, but we found out that some of the fucking fast food companies, guess where they invest their money? Pharmaceuticals. Fucking pharmaceuticals. Well, holy shit. Yeah. I'm going to get you sick. I'm going to sell you the poison and I'm going to sell you the false cure. Because if you listen to all these commercials, when they talking about you're going to get anal leakage and fucking, uh, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, may cause death. But they say it's so calm. I know, man. May cause death. death. (laughs) Like, 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 hey, your headache's gone, but you might die. Like, they don't like. (laughs) Or suicide. They say, yeah, yeah. They say suicidal thoughts have occurred. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they say it's so cool. Right. But what they fail to realize, they never say in any... There's only two countries that allow 
television advertisements for pharmaceuticals. That's true. Right. We're one of them. That, mm, is, that is true. That's yeah. true. Two countries. And that don't sound like a lot, but if you think about all the countries <laughs> yeah. on the planet, yeah. I don't give a fuck if you think this motherfucker's flat or round yeah. or square. Two. And we one of them. Mm. And not one of them commercials say cure. Nah. Not one of them. They say help you deal with the symptoms of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they ain't curing your shit. They putting duct tape on it while you still getting sicker of the same shit instead of solving the problem. And I, I don't know who came up with this quote, but it always stuck with me. It's like the problem with society today is we'll see a flooded kitchen and we go grab the mop instead of turning the faucet off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like we'll grab the mop. Too. Let's right. clean up the mess. Let's clean up the mess. Yeah. Why don't you just turn the fucking faucet off? Right. Yeah. Get to the problem. We don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, man, I got 18 mops. Man, it took me 18 hours to clean up this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it took you 10 minutes if you would have cut off the goddamn faucet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Like, nobody thinks of that. So, so true. My soapbox. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, th- I think a lot of it definitely comes back to what you're saying about having that love for yourself, that self-love and treating yourself. You're supposed to feel good. Yeah, right. You're and and, and part of that to. is to, to be knowledgeable about what's going on around yeah. you, what you're putting in your body. You're I supposed mean. to feel good yeah. and you're supposed to be unapologetic about feeling good. Right. Mm-hmm. Like people literally will give people a guilt trip for feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so not true. that's not realistic. Right. Fuck you. People hate on you for being happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy, man. That's not right. your reality. My reality is yeah. fucking happy, healthy. Like I said, the right. body's designed to be 120 years. I'm cool with 110, 115. I'm quality down, fucking years. Quality yeah. years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Quality. Quality right, over right. quantity. Because everybody's always like, well, my grandmother ate meat until she died at 90. Yeah, but you don't talk about the 18 surgeries and the fucking 85 <laughs> pills she took right. daily. Right. Like, let's Facts. be real. Like, let's talk about all of it. And you didn't talk about the wheelchair she was in for the last 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when yeah. you came over to say hi to her, she didn't even know who the fuck you were. Like, let's talk about all of it. Like, right. that's not... Just yeah. you no, know, she lived to be ninety, but I'm talking about quality over quantity. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like quality. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I like I when I see when I see a seventy year old person running a marathon, I'm happy, but at the same time I'm like, fuck yeah, you supposed to be doing that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gotten so comfortable by everything making the world the way it is. And don't get me wrong, I understand. We got to this point. Because we did some fucked up shit back in the day for us to be able to live the life we live today. Right. Yeah, totally. We, we slaughtered millions of fucking mountain lions and all this shit right. for us to be able to walk out the door and not get fucking like right. torn to pieces. I mean, pieces. it was I get hard, it. hard life. You know, people you, don't want to go back to like. Exactly. Right. I get that. But at the same time, we got to the point where we're so comfortable. It was like, well, I'm not going to war. I'm not going to fight for myself. It was like, yeah, but how many stories have you heard from people? that they weren't physically able to protect themselves from just a basic ladder falling. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't move out the way because they fucking, they don't do shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have the instinct to move. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the fucking, they couldn't move their feet two steps because it it, it fucking took them too long to even think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't think about that. Like, Mm -hmm. the natural stuff. There's There's a study that I saw about uh you you ever heard people say you got to make sure you get your 10,000 steps mm-hmm. yeah yeah but a lot of people don't know why you got to do 10,000 steps so there's studies multiple studies done but it's been proven that if you take 
two to three thousand steps a day, and we're gonna play a guessing game because it's good. This is get everybody involved. How? What do you think in a percentage from zero to a hundred? If you take three thousand steps a day, what do you think your mortality rate is? The higher number being worse, the lower number being better. God, your mortality rate. Mm. There, there's no wrong. I mean, there's wrong answer, but there's no like you you lose out. But you go first, Derek. I'm oh, thinking. I have, I have no <laughs> idea. Two to three thousand steps a day. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I say didn't. say a percentage. What do you think? Yeah, percentage. Um, twenty. Okay, twenty. Twenty percent chance of what? Living longer or dying? No, no mortality, mortality. rate. So you, oh. you, your your mortality rate is is means you got a better chance of dying. Hmm. Uh, I'll say five percent. Five. 75. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 75 <laughs> fucking percent. If you only take two to 3,000 steps a day, your mortality rate is 75%. Wow. If you take those two to 3,000 steps and you move it up to 6,000, what do you think you moved it to? So you went from 3,000 at a 75% rate, but you, now you, moved, you doubled it. So now you're at 6,000. What do you think it is? Hmm. 30. <laughs> 30, yeah, 35, yeah. 25. So just look mm. at that drastic difference just by going 6,000 steps. You know, the That's craziest part is, though, if you take that 6,000 steps and you move it to 10,000 steps, I won't even have you guess this. You move your mortality rate all the way down to 6 fucking percent. Wow. Just by taking 10,000 steps, it doesn't matter the intensity, the velocity. If you walk it, you run it, you crawl it, whatever you That's do. It's great to know this. You do 10,000 steps. My wife does it every day. My wife exactly. does it every day. Yeah. 10,000 steps, you drop your mentality rate because people don't realize, like we talked about earlier, your body's the first machine on this fucking planet. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're Every animal on this, this earth is a machine. Mm-hmm. This beautiful dog here is a machine. <laughs> yeah. You got to think, for you to take one step, the chemical reactions that have to happen in your body from your brain to your big toe to move, everything, your heart, your True. lungs... Everything has to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you keep the machine going. And when we talked about like if a ladder fail, you don't know what to do because your body doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. We if It's just like having a, a 67 Chevelle. And I always talk about that because my mom had a 67 Chevelle and one of her, she actually gave it away to charity, which was a good cause, but it hurt my heart because I <laughs> thought that car was going to be mine. But, <laughs> but I learned this from her a long time ago. She never drove it. My whole life, she just kept it. She had a new car. She kept a 67 Chevelle in the driveway. And every week, at least once a week, she would go start it up. Mm-hmm. And I never understood why. She was like, well, because when I need to go actually drive it, it has to be used. Mm-hmm. And your body's the same fucking way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't use it, you can't expect Because everybody's got this, I'm this warrior mentality in their head. I don't care if it's a soccer mom from West Haven or an ex-army vet that hasn't done shit since they've been in the army. They all still think they can do stuff, but they haven't done anything to prepare for it. Right. Yeah. And we all saw, let's be honest, when this shit happened, whether you think it's a pandemic, a pandemic, a (laughs) endemic, academic, I don't give a fuck what the fuck you think it is, it happened. And what happened when all, everybody went in their houses? You start seeing shit where animals were coming back out. Yeah, man. And you start seeing wolves and Lakes fucking and mountain lions. Yeah, man. And all that shit. 
let your ass be caught outside with that mountain lion or that wolf or whatever, and you got to get away now. Yeah. But you were like, yeah, but I just was always looking for my remote. I didn't, I didn't plan this out. I didn't yeah. think I would have to do nothing. Like, it doesn't matter. How many wild stories have we heard? It, shit, it might just be a crazy another fucking human. Yeah. And you got to be ready. Like, we, we are so comfortable that we forget, like, yeah. this world don't owe us shit. Right. A yeah. damn thing. And you got to be ready. And, and health is a part of that. And mental health is definitely a part of that. 100%. And that people forget that the food we Affects eat. Affects your mind too. Yeah, man. Connected. Because we think about it. You got all these organs in your body. And we know you can talk to anybody and they'll be like, yeah, what you eat affects your organs, your skin, largest organ on your body. If you drink too much fucking alcohol and you start going to sweat, what you start smelling? Mm -hmm. Fucking alcohol. Yeah. It's coming out your pores. Mm -hmm. That's an organ. Yeah. Your heart, your lungs, your liver, all this shit. But for some reason, we forget that the brain is an organ. So if what you eat affects all your organs, why the fuck wouldn't it fuck with your mentality? 100%, you can't man. think clearly. It's not like we get cut off at the neck and like what we eat just goes to these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's why they say your gut is your second brain. Right. It's, it's a direct connection. Yeah. So like if you're triggered to the point where you can't understand that I need to be ready physically, mentally, you're not going to be there until your mental is in that state where, oh, I always got to be ready. Yeah. And it starts with the food. You got to you got to supply yourself. And the problem is we eating shit and calling it food when we think it's food. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like your body can burn off a lot of things. It don't burn off man-made chemicals. Mm -hmm. Now, everything is made of chemicals. So I, I, that's why I say man-made. Right. The mango, if you broke down a mango, it's got like 60, 70 chemicals in it. But it ain't man-made. Right. Mm -hmm. no natural. You, yeah. start, you start putting this shit in there that's not natural, we are not. We are not carnivores. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. You know what I'm saying? We think just yeah. because our body can digest something that it's made for us. You can put plastic in our fucking body. Right. Totally. It'll break that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually, guess what? That shit's going to break the body down. Yeah, it's the same thing with the meat. I, I'll tell people. In like I know a lot of food. vegans don't like to hear this, but I say it all the time is that meat has some short-term benefits. Mm -hmm. Short Short as a motherfucker, but it's short term. But when short, that yeah, shit, yeah, short like the digestive system, exactly. Of a carnivore, but when it <laughs> exactly, but when that shit adds up, and you keep doing it year after year after year after year, that's why these industries are in business. Oh yeah, keep yeah. eating it, keep going, <laughs> keep going, and people are like, oh, I get grass fed, and they're like, you know, I get a lot of questions like, yeah, well, cows eat grass all the time. They're all yeah, they're like, they're like, well. What if it's grass-fed, you know, and what if it's organic? I'm like, okay, how about this? If I do cocaine or if I do organic cocaine, does it make a difference what the fuck is going to do to me? Mm -mm. Doesn't matter. It's still fucking cocaine. Cocaine. It's fucking crack. Like, at the end of the yeah. day, if I have organic crack, but I got this other crack that's GMO, I'm still fucking my shit up at 100%. the end of the day. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a great point, man. Oh, my God. Yes. Fuck, we kicked a lot of knowledge on here, man. I learned, I learned a lot of stuff today, yeah, man. That was, that was you learned not to incredible. do organic crack. Yeah, yeah I knew no that. No organic sure. crack for me. <laughs> Take that out. But the final thing I was, yeah, like the grass fed thing, like all cows eat grass. I don't understand. I don't even understand what that means myself. It's all all it, eat is grass. I mean, I, I guess that. But there it's are others, marketing. 
It's right. like organic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, they use a lot of marketing. Organic ain't shit but naturally grown. But they they found a way to make money where companies have to pay. So you got these small farmers that grow everything organic. But they can't pay for that fucking label. It's a business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got... We in California. How many times you been walking down the street, you see an orange tree? Mm-hmm. That shit's organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's literally organic, non-GMO organic, but it don't have a label. Mm-hmm. So you'll have a motherfucker scared to eat that orange on the sidewalk. Yeah, ain't that crazy? Think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy. You, you, somebody be scared to grab that lemon off the tree that's right there. Yeah, so true. Because it's not in the store. It don't got the label on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got lots of lemons in my tree. I have to give them. And some. they're delicious. Yeah, they're delicious. And. You- John Lewis, man, wow, man, this is amazing. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I could talk to him all day. Like, yeah. I'm learning so much, and like, it's amazing, man. You're, 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 you're infectious, like your passion. I'm glad we yeah. finally made this. Yeah, out, your positivity man. is very infectious, man. Like, for sure. And I think you sure. can be positive and curse a motherfucker out. One hundred percent. You can like, be, <laughs> you can be positive in checks and put somebody in check too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> doesn't mean you're weak. Doesn't mean like you're not gonna stand up for yourself or your family. You're not gonna smack somebody. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? Well, I'm not saying you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really? like, like, mentally, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mentally smack people all that's the time. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh man. Yes. That's why he should be part of the crew. We all PMA in our fingers. So before we flick somebody yeah. off, think about it. You could be part of that crew, the PMA middle finger crew. I don't, yeah, I don't have. I, I don't think have be, I think we should fingers. put you down with that. Yeah, all right, because you got that, so it makes you think about things before you do. Like before you. I got. You I got, I got this one on this one. This is a tribute to my cousin who passed away uh, last January. So I always talk about smoking too. Right. And I, I'm always like, dude, stop. You know, like people like, oh, it's a freedom of choice. So my cousin passed away. He had five kids. Wow. He was 44 at the time. Wow, man. And he, since we were kids, he smoked black or milds. You know, the little things with the bullshit filter. Oh, yeah. my God. I don't know, but I've heard of it. But probably. they always, you know, as a kid, he thought it had a filter on it. So never thought about it. But he would always store it, you know, holding the side of his cheek. And it'd be right here. So basically, he went to the dentist. Like, hey, I got a toothache. Oh. Dentist is like, oh, I don't think that's a toothache. I think we need to run some further tests. Come to find out it was a fucking tumor growing oh, in his jaw. To the fact where he had to have a surgery. They took a non-weight-bearing bone out of his leg to replace in his jaw. Wow. Had that surgery. About two weeks in, he had complications. It, they didn't shave it right, whatever. They had to go back in. Oh, fix the surgery. He was doing good for like a year. That shit came back even worse. Like, it was pissed at him. Like, wow, how dare impressive. you try to get rid of me? Wow, man. And, man, like, I got... I can't even show pictures of it. Like, it's like it took over his face. Damn. Like to the point, this is the cousin. We were roommates as adults. We went to the same high school. We went to the same middle school. Uh, I don't know how many nights I spent at his house because we just. Yeah. I always tell people, you know, when your cousins, when we got pictures of y'all taking a bath together as kids, <laughs> you know, like you you know you family then. Like yeah. it, you grow on men. Like remember we took a bath together? That shit was crazy. Like. <laughs> No, and I was—I mean, he taught me how to fight. Mm-hmm. Like, like he was the person that literally, like, he would fuck with me just to get me to the point of ready to fight. And he go, "That's what you got to do sometimes." Mm-hmm. And like, it made sense. I mean, we were kids, but he knew yeah. better back then. Mm-hmm. You know, like the when I tell you the toughest motherfucker, anybody that knew my cousin Brian knew that was the toughest motherfucker on the block. Like to the point he was in a car. Like we lost my 
sophomore year in high school, we lost five kids that year. Wow. Like crazy. Like that was just something we were used to. And two of them died in a car accident with my cousin to the point he was in a coma. He lost eyesight in his eye. He crushed. He was a star football player. Lost all. He lost it all right there. And I'll never forget when I was talking to him and he was going through the pain of like, you know, the shit taking over his face. And he was like, I'm scared because and he's crying. I'm like, this is the toughest dude I know. Damn. The toughest dude I know. And I'm trying to tell him, I'm like, nah, man. I was like, man, this ain't even the worst shit you've been through. And I'm talking about this accident where he was in a coma. Like coma, lost his eyesight, lost the use of his arm and his leg. He worked his way back to get back to like actually being able to run. He never played sports again. Wow. But that's incredible. And he said, he said, cuz, I'm not going to lie. I ain't never been through nothing like this. And it was all from fucking smoking cigarettes. Wow, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people think it's so innocent and so this. I'm like, dude, that shit adds up. We, we forget. I always say, if your past can come back to haunt you, imagine what doing the right shit can do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't think about that. We all yeah. like, yeah, your past can haunt you. Yeah, okay, if you know your past can haunt you in 10 years, imagine what if you start doing the right shit now totally. in 10 years, what the point. fuck can happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that, and so as a kid, we always used to say, get it done. Like, no matter what it was, get it done. <laughs> and when I tell you, man, and it, it got me, man, like I said, I'm very emotional. You know, like, not about me, but, like, right. other, people. other people. And my cousin, we were on the phone. This is, like, towards the end. And he he's crying, man. Like, and it's and I, it's taking everything in me not to cry back. You know you know how it is, man. Like, you just. Yeah, the hospital with him? Huh? With the hospital with him, you mean, when he's in the. Yeah, I went to. Yeah. The funny thing was I came back to visit St. Louis right after he had the first surgery. And he didn't even know I was in town. And I surprised him and came to the hospital. And, like. Mm. He looked up, man, and like he saw me and just broke down, like, wow. cause he didn't even know I was coming to St. Louis. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like towards the end, like, like he had got out the hospital. He was good for a year, like he was good. He was refereeing game. He had, oh he started being God. a high school right. referee basketball. He and he was telling me how much he fucking loved it. Like he was like, yeah. dude, it's like my way of being back on the court. Right. Imagine, totally. He was an athlete. They were talking about he wasn't gonna be able to walk again, right. and he's running up and down the court as a ref. So like he was loving it, and so he started a company called uh, uh, a landscape uh, landscaping company called Get It Done, and so everything was going with that. And like one of the words that got me, man, like I used to always be like, you know, I go to L.A. once a month, which I do. I come here once a month. I have to do shit. I was like, man, you gotta come with me one time, man. Just just come and just like he yeah. never been out of St. Louis. He he grew up in Warren, Arkansas. I grew up in Little Rock, but then his family moved to St. Louis as well, like that side of the family. Mm. And we ended up going to the same high school, everything. Like I said, in college, we were roommates. We had a house together, everything. And so we're on the phone talking. And so he started looking into, like, the vegan Dr. Sabi, mm. all these different things. Because he's at the end. He's like, fuck, I got to do it. And I always tell people, like, everybody's like this YOLO shit. And you're, you only live once. Mm-hmm. Until you fucking find out you only live once. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's fucking YOLO. Right. Yeah. YOLO this, YOLO that. You only live once. Fucking do this. Until you get to the end and you're like, fuck, I only got one. Right. Yeah, dude. I don't get to put another quarter in the machine and get like three more lives. This right. is yeah. it. Right. And so he started like like telling me how he's like, cuz I don't know if I told you this. Cause we all, we call each other cuz. Like mm-hmm. cousins. Like it's like, cuz, I don't know if I've ever told you this. He said, man, but you're making a fucking difference, dude. He's like, I don't give a fuck what happens with me. Mm-hmm. You keep doing this shit, man, because you are changing lives. And he's crying. And like, 
we on the phone and I actually Damn. I'm in LA when I'm talking to him on the phone about this. Wow. And he's like, you keep fucking going, man. He was like, it, it may be too late for me. I'm scared as fuck right now. He said, but you keep going cause you change a lot. And like, so when people are like, what's your motivation? Like, yeah, I've had strangers tell me that I helped them. Yeah. But hearing my cousin that would have never gone vegan, never thought about going <laughs> yeah. vegan to tell you like, Man, you better not stop. Mm-hmm. You better not fucking stop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I and that's that's been motivation for a long like, and that was before he even got to that point. But he was, you know, it was just a lot to hear that from him. The yeah. toughest motherfucker I know on the phone crying, telling me, me, yeah, man, you doing you doing what you're supposed to be doing, man. You keep going. And that's so, what the tattoo is of. The yeah, get of get wow. it done. And I and so I said I got it here on this wrist. Because I said, when I win this fucking Oscar for this movie, <laughs> when I hold the fucking statue nice. up, it's going to say, get it done for everybody to see. I love that, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's my crying moment for the day. Wow, amazing, man. Woo! <laughs> dude, thank you so much for being here, man. That was amazing, man. Thank you for sharing your journey. Very nah, inspirational, you, man. man. I and people it. can find you at Badass Vegan on Instagram. Yeah, I'm shit. I think I even got a Pinterest under badass vegan. I took bad. I take badass vegan under everything okay. for for two purposes though. Because one, I I like to be involved with every platform, but I don't want somebody coming with badass vegan and putting porn on the shit or something. Mm. Right. Which nothing against the porn industry. If you do that, that's you. Because right. you know you'd be shocked how many porn stars are vegan. Really? They they are about health. Like they they're okay, about yeah, keeping their longevity be. and right. looking young. You know they really mm-hmm. are. So like I don't demean it, but I'm just saying yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want. I'm already shadow banned on Instagram as it is. I don't need any help. <laughs> is there killing us having Instagram too? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Well, they suspended my Twitter account. You right got now. TikToks. I got, got TikTok. Okay. I got one TikTok on there. Okay. but I got it. But they're um, killing us as a website. What's that? They're killing us as a website. They, yeah, they're, they're killing kill us. Film, I think it is. Okay, com. okay. And Instagram, um, but it's linked on like my Instagram page yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. They can go right to it. Um, yeah, and then Badass Vegan Fitness. Okay. Dot com, which will be launched on April twelfth. Badass book, Badass Vegan book next year. Yeah, the book called Badass Vegan. Where they, fu- they fucked up that's with that amazing. man. Yeah, they fucked up with letting me in the door on that. That's, that's crazy. Let me use the whole. That's the book's called Badass Vegan. Yeah, it's called Badass Vegan. It's they so they let me do it. Oh, it's amazing, like, man. Yeah. Yeah, so... The Penguin Books, what is it? What is the company? Penguin Random House. All right, thank you, Penguin Random yeah, House. Yeah, thank you. Hooking up Badass Vegan, that's sick. Yes. That's a game changer, man. It's exciting, man. Yeah, Super man. Super exciting. Yeah, and it, it, I, and I give them a lot of credit, too, because I told them, like, while the book is for everybody, I'm mm-hmm. focusing on people of color. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I really am with the book. And I told them, you know, they were they were very adamant, like, like we're gonna promote it this way. Yeah. Today's mm-hmm. show, this and that. And I'm like, well, I mean, you putting all that money in, of course you're gonna promote yeah. it because you want to be successful. But yeah. I told him, I said, one thing we have to do is, we have to do a historically black college and university tour. I was like, we got to go where the people idea. are. That's, that's one thing that's I've learned amazing. in this journey is like, we got to stop being, hey, I'm over here in vegan land. Come right. over here with yeah, us. Preaching to the choir. You, you know? gotta go where they're right. at. Agreed. Like, you makes gotta total go to sense. them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I see so many people that are vegan, like, I can't be around people that are vegan. It's like, but you want That's, them to be vegan. Right. Like, I don't no sense. get that. Yeah, like, neither, man. Yeah. I'm not religious at all, like I said. But if Jesus never went around people that weren't his followers, right? he wouldn't be talking to nobody. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like, you got to go to people that you're trying to help. If you're yeah. really trying to help them, you got to understand that I only know two people, well, four people that have been vegan since birth. Two of them are my kids. The other two, awesome. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
everybody got their own story, their own mm-hmm. journey, and they, totally. you got to go and help them. Yeah. If you're going to help them, help them. Yeah, you can preach the converted all day, but going to other people is exactly. that's, that's a smart oh, yeah. move. Yeah. Well, yeah. Awesome, John. Thank you so much for being here, man. We appreciate you. Derek, any, anything to say? That, that, that was that was inspiration. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> inspired right now. Yeah, yeah. I want some food now. <laughs> right, right. But he only, he only, people listen, he eats uh, one meal a day. Yeah, oh, yeah. He yeah. eats once a day for how many years? Uh, since 2012. One meal a day. That's crazy. I learned, and I got to give credit, man. I get, I learned it from my late great mentor, Jim Morris. Not the cigarette company, not the football player. Jim Morris, the bodybuilder. He competed against Arnold. He won. This is how crazy it is. Ah, damn. I keep talking, man. Sorry. Just go, just go. <laughs> he fucking, he fucking won, Mister uh, America. Okay. And Mister America. It, back then, Olympia wasn't even like oh, as okay. prominent as it is now. But he won Mr. Oh, no, Mr. Universe. Sorry, Mr. Universe. He broke three records when he won. He was the first black person to win. Wow. He was the first openly gay person to win. Wow. And he won by the largest margin ever. That's incredible. You know how fucked up it is, though? When he did that, he's the only person to ever win that the magazine covering the event, they always put the winner on the cover. They not only didn't put him on the cover... When they mentioned the article about the event, they never mentioned his name. Come on, they just said insane. this guy. This guy man. shouldn't have won by this many points, and this guy. Wow, that's fucking foul. That's, that's, that's so that's foul, wrong. man. Yeah, and he still wow. went through all that adversity and like was just a beast, man. At eighty, at eighty-three, he could outlive all three of us together. Yeah. I believe it. He was a he was an animal man, but he taught me that whole thing about you know eating that once a day, and his he, he again not a scientist a realist. Mm-hmm. And one day we were in his backyard, we're talking, and I I had a bunch of footage of our interviews we had, and I can't fucking find him, and it, it kills me to this day, dude. Because oh, I never thought I would need him. I'm just right. like yeah. I was just talking to him, and it was just fun. And so he told me he said, man, he went a year without drinking water before. What? How is that possible? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. So he, <laughs> so he said he was walking past his mirror one day. He was naked. He's like waking up. He was single. He lived by himself. He's walking past the mirror and he and he like shit. He looked in the corner. It looked like a silverback gorilla because he had gray hair and everything. He mm-hmm. hadn't shaved. And so he's like, he literally like he scared himself. Like shit. Like I see this big ass figure in the mirror, <laughs> like gray. So he started looking up silverback gorillas. Okay. And he's like, they don't drink water. They just eat. They just eat water and rich foods. Mm. That's a, I ain't never so. Knew so that. he started eating yeah. more like water and rich foods. So he went like a year with no drinking water. Wow! And j- he would test himself like that. Like he would just test himself, and then that's right. how he got into like the one meal a day shit. And he said, like, I got to the point. And I was like, I'm just eating because people tell you that you should eat all day. Like, mm. it's like I don't like your digestive tract works so fucking hard all day. Think about it. What is the what does the word breakfast mean? Yeah, it's a, a break before break the fast. Fa- breaking the fast. Breaking yeah. the fast. Right. Most people eat at two in the morning or at midnight, and then they eat at six, seven, yeah, or eight. Dude. There's no fucking fast. Right. Facts, man. Your digestive system is working twenty four seven all day, every day. It is. You and think about it to the point, And I'll say this since I've been doing this, and I'm not saying everybody has to do this because it's not for everybody. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. My mind doesn't think about food the way it used to. I'm sure it doesn't. We, we think about it as a culture. We'll eat breakfast 
And we'll talk about, man, I can't wait for fucking lunch. I know, man. While we're eating breakfast. So true. That's how crazy. What are you going to have for dinner? Like, you too. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. and you're fucking enjoying that breakfast. And you're right, like, dude, right. at dinner, we're going to fuck <laughs> some shit up. It's really true. It's very true. It's crazy. Like, when I walked in here, you were like, oh, man, you want to eat? Like, I can go with y'all to eat. Like, I'll go. Uh-huh. I'll still be fine. I won't have a fucking morsel. Wow. Like, I don't think about it like mm-hmm. I used to. It doesn't control me. Like I still have my battles, though. Don't get me right. wrong. Like I, once you're addicted to sugar, you like, yeah. It's hard we talk about like sugar literally is a couple of molecules away from cocaine. It, it's been scientifically proven. Wow. And really, people fail to realize because people say that's bullshit. I'm like, but do you know that cocaine came from a plant? Yeah. Just like fucking sugar came from a plant. Yeah. And the reason why they even got to the point to process into a granulated form. Is because they saw the people in the field eating the cocaine leaf, yeah, getting energy out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wow. like sugar, sugar cane. cane. If you go to fucking Jamaica, it. yeah. it's motherfuckers seventy years old that are ripped up like a beast eating sugar cane all day. Yeah, it's crazy. But they're not taking the processed sugar. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I want to be working in the field at seventy, but I'm just saying, <laughs> props to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> harsh job. You know what I'm saying? But clock. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> That's the end of the episode because I keep fucking going. This <laughs> no, is, you come back. We'll are you sure? Part, we're gonna do a part, sure? We're going to do a part, part two, two when he gets part back. Two hell yeah. Now I got to get my fucking tattoo, man. Shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're down, yeah. down, right? I got to get it, Being man. Middle finger crew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get it. Thank you so much for being there, man. Nah, like, I learned so much about you. I'm honored to have you at the podcast. Derek Dex for being here once again. Thank you. Thank you. You like the dude that was with Johnny Carson? Oh, yeah. Those yeah. Like, Ed yes. Ed McMahon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ed McMahon. <laughs> yeah, yes, Ed Mc- Johnny. Ed McMahon. That's what he is. Yeah. I'm your. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Johnny was Johnny would crack a joke and then Ed would be like, yes. Um, that was <laughs> hilarious. Derek, Derek, Derek sings in a very popular, huge metal band called Sepultura from, from Oh, Brazil, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know. But it, I'm just saying, with him being like the co host here. I know. Yes. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much, bro. No, man, appreciate it. Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the One Life One Chance podcast. I appreciate your subscriptions. Please rate, review, spread the word, share it, whatever you can do. I appreciate it so much. I'm having so much fun doing this podcast, and I appreciate all the support. You guys are fucking awesome.